1: Welcome to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. This is our Halloween Horror Nights 29 wrap-up show. I am Matt, and joining me tonight, just like the old days, my only co-host tonight is the OGCH, if I try to spell it all out, I'm going to be here all night, is Quint. Hello. Hello. So, this, uh, it's, <laughs> I made a joke. It's on, a good day. I made a joke on Twitter. This might be the earliest we've done it since 25. And I'm, I'm not entirely sure Probably. that's really a joke. I think, yeah, it's not. <laughs> no, I know 27 was a Black Friday, which was I, like, it just fell mm. on that day, which is kind of cool. Last year, I think, was like Easter or yeah. maybe Memorial Day in May or whatever day May is. I'm, I, mess, I might mess that up. Or uh, Summer Solstice. Let's. Pay, I know that's in May. No, that's not. That's yeah. in June. See, I don't even know. That's how long it took us to do that. I don't even It's messed up all my holidays. <laughs> oh, God. But here yeah. we are. We're within the same month that the event closed. That's pretty good for that's our, our wrap-up.
0: I figure, you know, for us, if we hit before Thanksgiving, it's fucking a miracle. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah. It's been a few, well, it's actually been, technically, uh, at this recording, almost two weeks since the event closed. Thirteen days of this day, as of this day. But it's been, oh boy, what, month and a half since you've been here? I don't even really know. Exactly. Is that yeah, how a long month it's been, huh?
0: Yeah, you- Yeah, because my last day was, was the last day we could use the, um, the early fear pass, and that was the end of September, so yeah that's right it's been a month and a half
1: yeah to uh just uh yeah that was i think this is the earliest you've ever been out for it uh we we kind of talked about this during the season you came out early uh your wife's big birthday weekend which we actually had flown up for so i kind of rearranged your schedule a little bit and made a made an early visit this year was worth it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, both <laughs> both both visits on both sides of the coast were a blast. For I think yeah, everybody, I think so too yeah. for us, which is really the important part of this story. So that's all that matters. Exactly. Right.
0: Uh, yeah. Um. It's been. I mean, the only time I ever came earlier was the time I did the media event, right. and I actually came again that but, year. So yeah, it doesn't <laughs> even really. You know, it doesn't really
1: count. Yeah, you were here for opening night, but then you're you kind of had your visit proper. Like later in the year, or your traditional visit, I should say. I don't know what uh, mm-hmm. what to name that, but yeah. So, um, but you did come at a pretty good time. I mean, there there's just by its nature the fact that they're temporary attractions and actors change and they come and go and costumes fall apart. Things have changed, right. but I think you came when like most of the major changes were put in place. So you still managed to pick a good time to come that a lot of the kinks were worked out. And I think as we discuss the event tonight, that's going to be pretty evident because I think we got a lot of good things to say about a lot of things this year.
0: I agree. And yeah, I think, I think that you're right. Like it was, um, because they started so early this year, I mean, Christ, like God, we'll get into that with the the event details here quick. I'm sure. But, but yeah, I was, I was basically there halfway through the event and, uh, and yeah, they were basically running on all cylinders at that point. And nothing had really broken down. <laughs> it's true, and nothing.
1: <laughs> remember, there being too many big breakdowns this year, anyway, which is good. But yeah, let's 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 get to those details because I do want to talk about it starting so damn early this year because I think that really had an overall effect on my uh, my experience this year, and I want to talk about that. So mm-hmm. let's let's yeah, let's talk about those dates. So as far as dates go, I mean, this is. Uh, everyone probably, this is a refresher for everyone started September 6th and ended November 2nd. So basically, except for the first two opening weekends, it was Wednesday through Sunday throughout almost the entire run. with the exceptions of opening weekend, which was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the second was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Then we had four straight runs of Wednesday through Sunday. And, uh, there's a one missing Wednesday on the 16th, I believe for some kind of event that usually gets plastered across social media we did have an additional day at the uh very start of the event that was monday the 21st and then they closed out with a really strong six out of seven day run from the 27th to the second i was Sunday. the only day missing that week was monday so that was what is that that had to have been a hell of a stress
0: test on their on their systems S- right like, you, like characters, yeah
1: every- it's yeah. The first thing that comes to mind is is the characters, and mm-hmm. um, that has a lot to do with uh, again social social media um, pointing that out. I, it wasn't my initial thought in whenever the dates were announced, March, but guess, April, but but people have but mentioned it since then, and that is a lot of a lot a lot of nights, a lot even- of late nights. Even your ops people mm-hmm. and you know
0: your bartenders well, and stuff like that, those guys are all pulling in extra shifts because the park's never open till 2 a.m. on a regular basis, right? So you, you're pulling basically a whole lot
1: of people in for extra shifts. And here's something I haven't heard too many people talk about. I haven't heard all that many wrap-up shows. I, I've hit the ground running for the next, really in the next year of stuff at Neo's as, but I've heard a few. Let's not forget the weekend before we were supposed to be annihilated by hurricane Dorian. As far as anyone knew until the zero hour. Yep. So, and I bring that up because I know for a fact, and this, these are, these are from people I know that work in the park in that level of operations. None of the queue lines were set up until like no less than 36 hours before employee preview. Which is a task in and of itself, but it also has to be approved by the Fire Marshal. I don't think I'm giving everybody any theme park secrets by telling this story. So there was a mad dash. This Talk about hit the ground running for everybody. This was the year I think everybody just hit the ground running and did not stop for a very long time. Right. And, and that's kind of crazy. I, I, I don't know. I just... Uh, <sighs>
0: I'm amazed at at ops. I'm amazed at at this event for so many different reasons. I mean, obviously the creative stuff and, Mm -hmm. and, and what we go to the event for, but you know, I do, I always work behind the scenes wherever I work. I never, you know, I'm never a customer facing or, or front facing, you know, person wherever I work and, and all of the shit that goes on behind the scenes for all this stuff and all of that, that uh, it's just crazy amounts of stuff. And it, it boggles me every time they, you know, every time they pull this shit off it <laughs> i know
1: it, it it is it the i still have yet to see an entire day behind the scenes which i would like to do one way or another either even covering for the podcast or just as a observer just as you know hmm. someone letting me in on the inside just to see it because i'm sure the the, the amount we know you and i combined is impressive in of itself I can't even imagine what we don't know that happens in such a short period of time during this event.
0: I'd also like to see um, a couple of days of, you know, behind the scenes construction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's. I, I think yeah. that would be super freaking incredibly interesting to me. I mean, I do a lot of DIY stuff and I do a lot of that, that construction stuff too. Um, we, you know, my spare time, love, love, love to be able to see
1: that the construction uh, aspect of it. I'm really surprised, and maybe there's, there's reasons for it as far as their original properties and whatnot, but they are pretty social media forward and digital age forward and internet and all that thing. I'm really surprised they, they, they haven't yet set up a kind of a time-lapse camera or just a live camera that's, that's on for an hour a day during a construction of a, a room that wouldn't really tell you anything about one of their original houses. Houses that so you can see it go from the two by four framing and the plywood skinning to what the final even just one wall. I'm surprised they haven't done that just to show how much work goes into these houses. And if they hadn't that's, thought of that and they're listening, there's an idea. That's actually a really interesting idea.
0: I'd freaking tune into that for sure. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm sure that they're they're worried about uh, um, you Trade know
1: secrets type
0: level tr- things. Well, um, I don't even know of trade secrets so much. You could probably I, edit that pretty easy. I can't but think I'm of another like, name for it, but in that family of stuff is what I'm thinking. Well, but even maybe s- even just spoilers, like they oh, don't catch a set piece coming through one day or oh, you know, just, yeah, just those okay. types of things where it's like, you know, you just don't catch something because that's really susceptible to human error. And, you know, and then it's like, Oh, they're, that's, There's a piece of clownzilla. You that's know? a good
1: point. Yeah, because I, I, I was thinking, like, you could do one of the stone walls of graveyard games, and that wouldn't really have given anything away. But I didn't consider the fact someone walks by with, like, the, the ghost of the mother. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... I. Yeah, I mean, I guess the, if they hadn't done it, if they know. had the idea and hadn't done it, they may have considered things like that. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: and I think, yeah, you know, anytime... I, I think they they do us a good service by keeping... All of that stuff really, really tight and and not giving us a lot of spoilers. Mm-hmm. They don't leak a lot. I mean, right. you know, we get some leaks, and if you're in part of the community that that really seeks these things out and and really really wants them, you can find the leaks. Obviously, yeah, it's just, exactly. Damn. But but for most of us, and and it, unless you actually go looking for them, it, it, they keep it very leak free. They do. Yep. And I think it's a service to us because I I like going to the event and not knowing what I'm getting into, you know, not especially not the details and not the, you know, uh,
1: beyond what they've really announced. I like not knowing. I do, too. It's it is absolutely I remember the days before we even considered doing any kind of coverage in any form where you and I, well, I, I would kind of find out ahead of time what's going on. But but we really didn't know much more than the n- names of things possibly, or maybe even the big IPs that is uh, forget. I, I think even if we weren't doing this podcast, I think that's like impossible to go to this annually and be a fan of it and not walk in knowing exactly everything as far as what the content titles are again, for lack of a better term. Mm, so right. I am happy since, since that is like impossible to invo- avoid, unless you're going to completely black yourself out of social media and the internet for that matter, because even the ads run up because of the whole, the way yeah. all these sites use cookies and whatnot. Uh it, At least we, we might know the titles, but we really don't know what we're going to see until we get in there, which is something I think we talked about in our hype show as well. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, And, and
0: yeah, this, this year was great that way as well. Um, to me, there were, there were a lot of surprises that came out of, yeah. out of the stuff coming at opening night and things like that, where,
1: um, and we'll get into all that yep. stuff,
0: but, uh, uh, but not, yeah.
1: Going back to the dates now, I mean, I, I went opening night as everyone's probably heard the episode Hunter and I did from the media event. I didn't go Saturday. I will <laughs> tell a very brief story. I did hold a party that Saturday For a lot of our HHN friends and a lot of my beer community friends. And as me being the bartender serving the beer, I would run off, you know, the whatever's in the line into one cup and make sure my guests were getting a fresh cup for every pour. Well, the party was a huge success and a lot of people asked for refills, which I did a lot of line running and got really drunk and passed out by about 3 p.m. and did not make it Saturday (laughs) night. (laughs) yeah i've never seen you do that before (laughs) no no (laughs) but i did go sunday so first weekend's out of the way the next weekend was four nights i'm sure i went at least two i actually have this written down somewhere my point is by the time we get to what we're accustomed to starting with i've had like a full week of halloween Horror nights in my blood already in my system Mm. and i got i think for the first time in a long time i kind of hit the point of almost burning out where I kind of stopped myself from going some nights that I like felt I should go. as like, I know so-and-so is going to be there or I feel like I need to get X amount of days in a week to pay to justify the frequent fear pass. But I was like, no, because then I'm probably not going to want to go at the end or force myself to go. This is the closest I think I've gotten to true burnout in a really long time. And I think it's the fact that I had a full week of worth of days before i would normally start
0: the event yeah well that's that's the thing is those two extra weeks in the event this year you got two full months of halloween horror nights right and i mean i love halloween horror nights and and he, i think you know even you said on your your last night episode it's like well it's bittersweet because now you're there again you get the blood going again and it's 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 a fucking amazing event and you're you're having fun but at the same time it's like oh god i just need a rest
1: i know yeah <laughs> Yeah, it gets to be a, uh, that's the other thing too. The thing gets so popular. And again, these aren't complaints. They're just, I'm talking about, uh, I've been going, this is my 21st year. So much has changed. I used to just go do something and leave. Now, if you're not staying screaming almost any night, once you hit October, it's a, you have to prepare yourself for what you're going to go through and you're going to wait in traffic. There's a really good chance you're going to be, yeah, you're going to, you're going to be backed up to possibly I four. You're going to go through the uh, universal. There's one thing you cannot seem to get right in 26, 27 years of operation is your parking. I don't know why it's such a nightmare there, but you have to go through that. And then there's the walk, which is, that's unavoidable no matter when you go, what time of day you go. There's that. So you got to prepare yourself to do all that along with going to Halloween hour nights. And yeah. like I I've, said, I've got
0: a bet in <laughs> Vegas
1: right now yeah. <laughs>
0: that um that the parking at Universal studi- Studios, the the fucked upness of the parking at Universal Studios Orlando will only be eclipsed by Epic.
1: I'm wondering if they're going to just like ditch the structures, although I don't know how they can and 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 like re just formulate it. I don't know. I don't it's it's yeah, I think you're right. Oh god, opening months of Epic are going to be insane.
0: Yeah. I, I think they're going to fuck it up even worse. Yeah. Um, that's my bet. And and I think
1: uh, Vegas is going to be broke when I'm done. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, I mean, it's just not going to Halloween Horror Nights. It's, you got to prepare yourself for all this, at least in the times I go. If I had gone at 11 on the 2 o'clock nights, that's a different story. But that's not what I'm doing. So, yeah, I mean, the real danger of burnout, I managed to somehow show some restraint and manage it, which is not like me by any stretch of the imagination. And then I'm having a really not good really. season. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, um, all right. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's get into the event. I mean, uh, we've we've kind of set it all up here. You've gone a lot. I was there for three day, four days, four I days I went. Yep. Uh, yeah. I was there for six days total. I got to go four of those days. Um, I did the, what was it? What's called Rush of Fear, which is yeah, uh, a great a great little um, package they put together. If you're going ahead, Oh, you know, if you're going in the earlier days and uh, I managed to get in four nights and uh, express pass for like under
1: 350 bucks or something. It was was, even less than that. It was, it was crazy. It's like, it was, well, we did what we usually do. It's like, is this going to cost more than going two nights with express? And it hmm. was like, it was like $12, like it, was, it wasn't more. even that it was under like it was like six dollars less or more yeah and then you six get two more nights more but yeah it
0: was yeah it was it was basically the price was almost identical and yeah. I got two more nights exactly it was like, yep. well shit even if I don't go
1: those two extra nights it's worth the gamble I don't lose
0: anything <laughs> yeah, you know it's, it's
1: worth yeah it was worth the gamble it was worth the risk and and, you, of, and it paid and off of because course, you basically yeah, got of course we went
0: all four yeah, nights
1: <laughs> right which we always say oh well, we might not we might decide it no that's that never that's never ever happened.
0: Well, I think after what was it the two years ago uh, when I came and I went to like a, a week's worth or something, and um, I I now I really really enjoy going to the event and and being able to pace myself and take my time. Uh, I don't I don't like rushing through the event anymore. It's it's uh, I did that for many years and it was great for those years, but
1: I find that I'll take the extra time. Yeah, that's actually another thing worth mentioning because it's a first for you this is the first time we've gone the first night of your visit and didn't do everything yes that's true and wasn't really freaking exhausted yeah i mean it wasn't it's like it, yeah it was just it's like we had the the the, the what do you say that we didn't have the pressure i guess is a better way to say it, to make sure we see everything because that was the first night of what we knew was going to be at least at that time three we decided to go the fourth night yeah. so that's a first and we I mean, we did hit up the big, oh, God, big yeah. Items. Yeah. There,
0: there wasn't much that we didn't do that night. Um, I think it was like, there was one show we didn't do in like three mazes that we didn't do that night. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. But, um, but, and, and to be fair, that's pretty much um a full event for like 21 through 24. This is true. Through, you know, <laughs> like seven houses, the scare zones and our show. Yeah. That was what we did those days. <laughs> You're you know. right. That's exactly right. It's
1: hard to remember so, those
0: days now. Uh, it's just cause we're fucking old and we drink too much. Uh, well, one of those statements is accurate. Um, no, they're both accurate. <laughs> I was,
1: yeah, was thinking, I was saying that thinking that drinking too much wasn't, I was agreeing with the old, but it's like, nah, maybe, maybe a little too much now and again. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it. And, uh, well, first off we should say, we didn't really, I don't think we did anything new. We didn't, uh, and I, in terms of, um what universal has, which is the big one was Hagrid's. We decided not to, uh, up to stand on our feet for three hours. You still haven't done Jimmy Fallon. You still haven't done fast and furious. And the only thing I wanted to do that I did regret, which I didn't realize till well after you're gone, is I didn't take you to, um, was it big fire grill for the smoked, smoked beer, but it's not going anywhere anytime soon. While we'll plenty of opportunities to check that out again. Cool. All right.
0: Um, so- yeah, we. Um, so I think the reason that we didn't do any of the other theme park stuff is, is we actually hadn't hung out for a while, and um, we we kind of minimized our time at the theme parks just to Halloween horror nights exclusively, and then uh, and then yeah, we we just kind of uh, did other things in Orlando and just just did a lot more hanging out. Yeah, we did.
1: Yep. Yep. So, okay, now, as far as how we're going to cover this, this was, we discussed this a little bit last night. I am not happy with any of the paths that lead to really what I want to say for last. But I but when I do that, it's like the stuff that kind of leads up to it, I'm not happy with. So I looked at a couple of things, and I have uh, my house rankings, and then I also have the houses uh, ordered In the amount of times I went to them and I looked at that and went, you know what? That is almost a perfect list. So this is not going to be any kind of way we saw the houses or the order we saw the houses. This is just a way to talk about the houses. Now, what we didn't talk about was a scare zone. So I don't know if we want to do that separately or along the way or... It's, I think we should do it separately. That,
0: okay. I mean, that's kind of the format, the format that we use. We do we cover the houses, we cover yep. those scare zones, we cover the we shows. shows. I think that's that's a good way to yeah, do that,
1: that. That works for me. So, houses. So the house I went to the lease it's actually a tie. And I'm gonna start with this one because it's a sequel house. It's a returning title. I think everyone figured it out. It is this year's Stranger Things house. Oh well, yeah. Uh <sighs> I, I, I was
0: making my lists today, and uh-huh. and I was going through the houses, and I was going through a lot of this stuff. And uh, you know, I've seen I've seen a lot of the Stranger Things. Uh, I, I don't think I've completed the last season. I think I've got a couple episodes to go yet. Um, but I've seen a lot of the stuff that was in the maze. And I am um, not a Stranger Things super fan, so that already. Uh, I'm a fan. I'm just not a super mm. fan. Like I, I wasn't going to walk around in like chips, a whole or, or <laughs> scoops, ahoy Ch- shirts Ch- and yeah. shit like that. Right. Like, fuck. I, I'm, I'm not to that level of fandom. I like it just fine. I'm glad that, that it's on Netflix and horror's got a, a, a sort of an, an episodic thing going on, on, but, um, beyond all of what you, the content of the maze, I actually just really was disappointed in the execution of the maze.
1: Yeah. See now when all is said and done, it, it is ultimately a disappointment for me. Now, the first night I went through it, I, I do, and I will, I, I'll fully admit it 100%. And it's not just because it's, it's um, uh, when we're invited to the media party, this happened before the media party. I'm always super shell shocked and, I completely fanboy on the event and there's really not much that's ever wrong the first night. And the first night I went through this, I gave it as big a praise as the first one. And Hunter kind of looked at me like I was absolutely insane uh, more than usual. And, right. and, um, as time went on it, I started to see what his initial complaints were and what other people's complaints were. There's, there's just this, it, the amount of detail is par, on par with the first one. It's there's just, there's just something about it. It felt more like walking through a wax museum representation of Stranger Things than a haunted house. Because and the thing that sticks out to me most is the what is probably the biggest scene that I was I wouldn't say ready for, but uh, one that was in my head that I didn't think they would actually do was her uh, eleven closing the portal. Not only was she uh, a a mannequin or whatever, I guess a mannequin's a way to say it. Uh, but so was, um, hopper, which I guess if I don't know how it would work, if you use one or not the other. And, and that that scene, that that scene needed movement and the wall itself, there wasn't even any light effects on the wall that I can recall that Uh like showed that portal. So it's like that one alone was kind of just like, yeah, that's, that's kind of the one that sticks in my head. And that's not the only one. There's a lot of static stuff in there. And, another thing that drove me almost insane was the how short the triggers were yeah it's like
0: they're they're
1: uh, compared
0: i think they wanted everyone to see everything yes yes we and (laughs) And it was like that short triggers and just this whole um uh it, it you ended up getting through it going I just you like you said, I walked through a wax museum with some music in the background. Like there was just nothing going on. Like there was no movement. There was almost no jump scares. There was I mean, they saved bank on character money in this one. Yeah, there was none,
1: which is really unfortunate because I was super surprised slash impressed of how many at the very least eighteen year olds they probably ran the gambit that were short in stature and young appearing that they did a little bit with makeup did a little bit with costuming and the wigs and they were really good approximations of the characters last year and this year there was like it felt like there was like one two of each at best and i think i'm being generous with that
0: Uh, you are being generous (laughs) with that i know you are like it's just straight up um, they had a a good scene up in in the beginning yeah, in, the ca- in the cabin, and that's and that was like that. If they could have continued with that, I would have. This maze would have been way higher on my list.
1: That's and that's another didn't. thing. You're right. Yeah, the, the very first two things you see is a live demigorgon and a live Eleven. So I'm not expecting to see as much static and mannequin and wax figures after that setup that I got throughout the year or the run of the house, I should say
0: and all the hype with like the, the, the Demi dogs. And it's like, yeah, they're just, like plastic creatures that don't move at all. Like there's not even an animatronic or anything. It's <laughs> like, Oh, that's bad execution. I, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. This one was just, you know, everybody, a lot of the, uh, um, podcasts I've been listening to have been saying, "Oh, there wasn't a bad house this year," and I disagree. I think this was actually a bad house this year.
1: Yeah, and then the um, it was, it was it, you're you're absolutely right that Demi Dogs was was mentioned in the press release. It was mentioned in the uh, presentation. It was mentioned everywhere, and the Mind Flayer was never mentioned, and that ended up being probably the Most highlight of, of the of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. and, and maybe that they weren't. Maybe they weren't mentioning it, so it would catch you by surprise. But
0: it, <laughs> it was, was an impressive set piece,
1: man. Yeah, I would have, uh, like, I, I would have focused on that rather than the dummy dogs if it were, you know, me. Uh, but that's I don't yeah. do. Uh, yeah, I'm. That's not my job, so I'm not worried about it. Nope. Um.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna call him miss a miss, and yeah. this was to me.
1: Yeah, I don't want to trash it. I mean, I did. I still did it more than once, but it just was like it just I did it. it, it yeah last year or uh, well we're talking about last year 28 was was far better and i don't think it's going to be back in 30 because we won't have any con- new content but i think it will be back once 4 is done again and i hope it, if they're going to do it it's it's at the calibre of 1 or better when that if it comes back around again i agree because i don't i don't want there to be a house i'm disappointed in obviously so
0: And, and it's a big name and it pulls in money and people. And, and I think the execution matters when, when this is one of your headlining events or, you know, your headlighting headlining mazes,
1: it it has to hit. Yeah. And I mean, I think it, I think if you, uh, not if I should say that another way, I think it did. I think it was a much better hit with really strong stranger things fans. I'm in the same camp as you. I've seen all the seasons. I enjoyed them. But that's about where it mm-hmm. ends.
0: Yeah. Um, and and uh, that's probably true. I mean, it's probably true that there were a lot of people that were just fanboying, being able to walk yeah. through Stranger Things the same way that we're going to talk about another maze later. And you and me, Yeah. Fanboying, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was actually it, just this thinking wasn't that. It for yep.
1: me, <laughs> I was thinking yeah. if there are two people that are more Stranger Things fans than what we're fans of, they might be saying what we're saying about that particular house. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, all right. I don't, like I said, I don't want to, uh, I certainly don't want to trash it. It's, it just was, it was a miss for me. So we'll move on again, though, as far as the detail and the set design, it was, That's I have no complaints impressive. about that. No. Nope. So, okay. The next one, the one that I was tied with was Jordan Peele's Us. Now this one, right. it is the one I went through as least amount of times for a different reason. The first time I went through it, I was actually really surprised how much I enjoyed it and how much of the movie they actually pulled into it. Having said that, it, uh, the, after that initial surprise wore off, uh, maybe I'm not saying the right thing. After that initial surprise had sunk in, that's a better way to say it. Uh, that feeling was like kind of once and done. It wasn't bad. It just like I said, this is this is one of those houses where it hits me with both fists the first time through and never has that same effect again. Still enjoyed it. Still saw a couple other things that, you know, each run through different characters had gotten me, but it never was as good as my very first run through.
0: Okay, uh, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. I think I only did this one actually once. I had not seen the movie at the time. I have since seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so you were looking for someone to actually do that when we did our, our right, yes. type show. Yep. <laughs> and, and then so I actually inadvertently became that guinea pig. Um, <laughs> and it's not a good way to do it. Uh, I think I would have rated this one higher if I had seen it previously. Because when I watched the movie, I all of a sudden went, Oh, that's what that's fucking referring <laughs> Oh, that's what the rabbits are. Well, that was actually way creepier than than it looked when you had no context, you know? Right. And so there was a lot of stuff in this one where context made all the difference. And there was also, I think, to your point, um, it, the first time through, you get all of that psychological stuff and you get all those references and they get, you know, you get those chills and it just doesn't work repeatably right but i still think it would have worked yeah and i am i'm actually mad at myself now that i didn't watch it ahead of time
1: yeah yeah and i i was kind of I, I i know we had this discussion and and you told me by the time we had gone through it, you hadn't seen it but you will watch it after before we record and it's it was too late at that point but i was like oh i really he really should have watched it first because it would have been a much better house going through mm. the first time
0: I think so, too. Yep. Um, the other thing uh, that I liked or, or um, they, that was kind of cool with this one was that um, they they had a lot of well, I mean, first of all, there was a lot of diversity uh, characters, which was always cool to see. Mm. But they had they just had some really interesting sort of. Um, and it's weird to say this because we were just complaining about motionlessness in the <laughs> previous maze, but they had some of these scenes where it was, like it was kind of motionless and then something would move and it wouldn't have to move a lot and you would just kind of be twitchy. Right. And, uh, I think they, they pulled that off really, really well. I think they did get into people's heads. At least it got into my head, and the psychological thing actually did work.
1: There, that last room is is probably one of the best uh, uh, multiple character and mannequin ones they've done. They've done it with Michael Myers in the first Halloween. They've done it with uh, Jack in the Jack House in 25. They've done it a, a billion times in a mm-hmm. billion other ways. This is probably one of the better ones that they've done. And, I agree, and I, I think it really took me all my runs to finally figure out which, because there was well more than one real oh, yeah. character in there, and it took me until the uh, uh, my entire runs through to finally figure out where they all were. So that that was cool. The one, what did I say? The one there was actually there's more than one thing. There's a couple of things I didn't think they were actually going to do, just for logistic wise. I didn't think they were going to do the family standing out in the uh, into the driveway, because that was like, when you see the movie, there's there's quite a bit of distance in there. They kind of just yeah. ignored that distance and played with the car and the lights and the the faux woods. And actually kind of pulled that off really well, because I think they were all mannequins. And, but at first sight, they were pretty fucking
0: creepy. Yeah. Um, I, and again, the, the, this one suffered to me for a little bit for lack of movement. But mm-hmm. it was pretty fucking creepy. Um, I listened to the... Um, the grim grinning host yeah. and uh and uh did you did you hear kenny's take from the hollywood one
1: i heard it actually, but
0: i don't remember it it's been yeah they actually now. had real kenny was saying oh, they actually yeah, had real, yeah, yeah, actually yeah. Had real yep. scare yep. actors and then the one yeah, the like, as you go the, the sun. little boy would just yep. would just jerk yep. at you and it would yeah. be and like i think that would have worked mm-hmm. holy crap that yep. I I would have worked i would have probably pooped
1: myself <laughs> I didn't think they'd do as much of the condo as they did, and I'm happy they did, because yeah. the. And actually, I've heard a lot of complaints about the, um, the. Uh, uh, I don't know the character's name, but the, the guy that owned the condo, his doppelganger, that does the handshake and then mm. does the, <laughs> does the oh. hair fix thing, that gag. Yep. I actually liked him. I heard a lot of people complain about him, but every time he did that, it kind of gave me just a little, I didn't laugh out loud, but I always enjoyed watching him do that. Um, I do, I do like the fact that she's, we had the call of the police and they played at least a little bit of NWA fuck the police. With not enough yeah. for me to really be happy, but enough for me to enjoy it. And I I just, at that point, I was like, we're not going to see the twin daughters killed. And I turned the corner and went, holy shit, there's the go. two bodies in the, in the hallway. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. And last but not least, the thing I thought they really wouldn't do would be the entry to the underground And Mm -hmm. you mentioned it in the beginning of your description that that's also where they put the rabbits. I forgot about the rabbits by that point. Yep. But it was just enough. I mean, obviously, it wasn't to the scale of the movie where it seemed like it was almost an endless hallway. But it was enough recognizable from the movie, and I love when they're able to recreate something that you've seen on screen, and you feel like you're there for a moment. And they did mm-hmm. accomplish that with this. But like I said, I agree. I got the one two punch the first night, and never got that again. So I wasn't ever really in a rush to go through it again. But that first run was awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm I'm actually like I said, I I, I if I you know if i had a wayback machine at this point this one might be one of those things where it's like i might actually spend that one just to just to see it after the movie but right. yep. <laughs> we'll discuss later why that's not the case yeah yep
1: so i mean that's about all i have to
0: say about me, us. me too i mean I think it was good. I think especially because, um, you know, we know from some of the behind the scenes stuff that this one was was sh- uh, put together in, in very short order. It, it was uh, a bit of a rush job yeah. because they had something else. Ha- they had something else in mind that fell through or well, whatever, that, and they put this one together pretty quickly. They did a fantastic job.
1: I'm hearing a couple of stories now that, well, I mean, those two stories, one that it replaced something and two that that replacement was just a ruse. But there's other there's no. evidence to make that the whole hiring and, and laying off of, of characters kind of negates that, but um, going back to the grim grinning host review and actually me talking to Hunter constantly. There is, there is one point that you can't deny is that us came out this year and to do a movie that came out this year in the same season of Halloween horror nights, you still have a time crunch regardless of what may have or not been planned in its place. So yes, this probably was the quickest turnaround of all the things we're talking about. Yeah. Now that, I mean, this is kind of starting off a little rough. Uh, They weren't the best reviews, but I will say at this point, moving forward, that will be the last you hear of me saying anything but positive glowing reviews. Maybe not Quint, because the next one on my list is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm.
0: The, the most positive thing I can say about killer clowns from outer, spa- outer space is that you and Shelby had an absolute fucking blast when I went through it.
1: It, it. that was that was a highlight. That was definitely a highlight of the entire event for me. Uh,
0: <laughs> I, I actually uh, I actually have a lot of good things to say about this house. Um, first thing I can say is just whether you spell it with a K or a C. <laughs> fuck clowns uh, straight up fuck clowns however you know i i followed a lot of of discussion i think about this maze that, that people were conject you know when it was announced people were like "Ooh, is this gonna make a maze because a lot of the character interaction stuff was mm-hmm. what was going on in the scare zone and is it gonna translate and yada 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 yada, yada. and i think that they fucking nailed it um I think the execution on this was amazing. They did the costumes perfectly again. Yeah. They had interaction outside in front of the, the the ice cream truck. They, you know, for those that wanted a little bit of that really personal interaction, the clowns were so in your fucking face. You <laughs> had personal interaction with them, whether you wanted to or not, you, you got it. And it was just crazy yeah. how well they did this. Um, uh, the last room, I walked into the last room, and I'm thinking, okay, I know these types of rooms. There's only one or two clowns in this room. The rest of them are statues. Fuck, no. Every (laughs) goddamn fucking fucking motherfucking cocksucking one of those goddamn
1: sons Uh, of fucking bitches was uh, real. I hate hate to tell you. Fuck, I hated that room. They they weren't. You were just that overwhelmed. (laughs) But I love the fact that you felt like they were.
0: Well, I don't know, man. I watched a video this afternoon, and there was a lot of them moving. There was, well, I mean, I don't, well, okay. (laughs) The video I watched had all of the clowns moving, and it might have just been that my brain was thinking that too, but the video, I do have video evidence.
1: Okay, okay. So, Um, yes, this was, this was, this, uh, uh, I was kind of talking a little bit how you came in when all the kinks worked out. This house, the first night we went through it, was so, so disappointing. It wasn't bad. It's just mm. I had so many hopes for it and so many things just apparently just weren't ready. Um, mm. Namely, Clownzilla. Clownzilla did not move, nor was he like as lit up as it was when we went through there. So I think the fact that they... I don't think they... Oh, well, I mean, I do. Actually, I take it back. I think they did kind of turn the lights out on him to uh, just not draw attention to him. And then the giant Clownzilla head two, three rooms later did not exist. So that that's like... I. I I have seen that fucking Clownzilla in my dreams (laughs) since then. And it's just. (sighs) That was something Hunter and I talked about in our speculation special a long time ago. So we're looking forward to Clownzilla. And when we see a static Clownzilla not doing squat and not lit up, that was disappointing there wasn't near as many clowns as the time we went through. The other thing I was looking most forward to was the puppet show. I was like, I was, like, I was thinking there's no way to go to the puppet show because I was out on someone's porch. If I remember correctly in the movie, they're, they're not going to make a whole porch, porch facade for the puppet show. And lo and behold, after, oh, yeah. after shorty and knock my block off, there's a puppet show. Well, the puppet show was just, it was hanging there. Now go a week later. I go through, Clownzilla is thrashing like a madman and he oh is lit God. up as hell. I go through the next two rooms and the giant head almost knocks me over. The The puppets are not only moving, but I am entranced. I'm so happy that the puppets are moving that the freaking clown behind that I didn't even think was going to be there scares the fuck out of me. This is by far the most improved house from opening night to the event. And I had so much fun. After that first night, I had so much fun going through this every night after. No more than the night I went through with you and Shelby, but, but I had fun every time I went through this after that opening night. It was so. That's the thing. It was fun. It had enough jump scares to get my blood flowing. It wasn't the s- scariest thing on the face of the earth, but it was no, a nice really. balance between the two where I had the startles. Not scary at
0: all? <laughs> <Fuck you.
1: laughs> the startles and the fun. It was so much better than I thought it was going to be, and so much better than I than I experienced the first time I went through it. Um this this actually nudged
0: up in my ratings just because it was literally fucking terrifying for me, mm. first of all. And second of all, like like even when I when I really thought about it afterwards, because it took me it took me hours afterwards before I really it sunk in what I had experienced. Um the execution was fucking amazing. Um, you know, they, for the fans of killer clowns and for the fans of, of this, this from, for the fans of the scare zone from the year before, I don't know what else they could have done. Right. Like I, 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 like they, they literally hit every note. And when, when they heard that people were afraid, they wouldn't get the interactions. They put shorty and a couple of the others out front with, with the truck. And you kind of had this little mini scare zone for interaction. Like they, they catered to everything else anyone wanted
1: yeah it was it was so much better than i was expecting i it, it yep. it's so much more fun mm. yeah. I, I agree yep so yeah. and, and i will say and uh, i mean this there, nothing kills me more this season than this recording i did have my recording app on when you and i went through now it was on my phone and that mic is very uh what i want to say very directional to the closest sound that you can get so of course it was mostly me laughing at you and i didn't really get much of your reaction so i in hindsight this is one of those things where it's like we went in and i'm like oh shit you know i can put it at the edge of my pocket it's like if 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 i had thought of this just five minutes earlier i would have just handed it to you but it it, it, just, it was too late and i knew there was no way in hell you were gonna go through again so i did try i tried oh uh, i would have i
0: would have I would have humored you, and I yeah. would have held it. I can't. I can't promise I wouldn't have dropped it. Right.
1: This <laughs> but is um, true too.
0: Yeah, that was that was just comforting. I mean, we left that maze, and and I did have to sit down for a bit. You did. I really did. And I yep, did share that I,
1: picture with everybody on our uh, Facebook uh, groups. Yep.
0: Yeah, I, I I took a seat and um, just kind of. Uh, just trying to get a hold of my pulse and my blood pressure and um, all that good stuff that, that, you know, we mostly crave at this event, but not <laughs> that way.
1: <laughs> there was, if there was a, a moment, there was now, there was the, where you you almost completely passed out panic attack with the clown dropping from the ceiling in uh, um, Poltergeist. In Poltergeist. You, you almost went, hit your knees when Clownzilla moved. Oh, Jesus,
0: when Clownzilla moved, I, yeah, I almost did hit my knees. Yeah. I, I really did. I just like, yeah, no, that was, that was not fun.
1: I have not seen but, Shelby. Well, it, it was fun and not fun. <laughs> right. I had not seen Shelby laugh that hard in a long time. I was happy I was Don't there for you. either. <laughs> yeah, just, just Fuck. Uh, All right, moving along. Okay. So, next one. Actually, that's a tie. Killer Clowns in this house were a tie for me. And it's it's unfortunate. Um, it just was, I guess, location. Nightingale's Blood Pit was the one I went to most, as or That's, as much as Clowns. Um,
0: okay. Uh I I fucking love this house. This
1: um, uh, I love it. I love cool. it now. This took me quite a while to warm up to, I will admit.
0: So I mean, I I had I still have some questions about the disevolution of the nightingales. Right. Um, it, you know, the, the, the evolution over a couple of centuries to, from, from that to what we saw in, you know, world war one, Yeah, it's a stretch for me, but I would, you know, I think if they would have gone with a story where they're of the same species, just like a subspecies that would have been better. I don't know. Anyway. Um, that's neither here nor there uh i think the beaks were a little over the top but it, it, it got them a little bit chickeny <laughs> but for the most part those creatures were still spooky and creepy as fuck
1: and i i did not mind the design that was the most distracting thing for me at first was the nightingales itself and once i got over that which it it it, it didn't take long. It took a few runs. Once I got over that and enjoyed the house, I could finally see past them and just really realize how much was going on in that house and went just, wow. Now, first off, let's start right from the fucking beginning. This might be an all-timer for the facade of a sprung tent. Holy shit. Oh, my God. You could not tell that was a tent, oh, first of all. that I second of all, uh, holy shit. Yeah, I know it's that was amazing that the amount of the and it doesn't I mean <laughs> with hard nights it's it, you you know you're not in the you're not in the experience until you're in the house so I'm not gonna say it's not necessary because it's well appreciated that is like above and beyond. Anything they would ever done in those sprung tents that I can remember. Now, I mean, if I'm wrong, someone will correct me. But I mean, there was there was a little bit of a build up for Patient Zero last year, but I mean, that was a, a chain link fence and some steam and some bright lights in your face. Then there was scarecrow yeah. the reaping, which had a windmill and some corn. But holy Christ, this was like a f- a ruins of Rome with columns and there was already no, there was a dead horse. Yeah, there, some it, it wasn't a scarecrow spear. But, yeah, but it was oh, a night. Yeah. Homies- a nightingale already feeding on a horse. There's so much going on in this facade. I was like, I, the uh, Hunter and I had the fortune of seeing it. Like well, you've done this tour, this media tour, you kind of yeah. go in the back, um, that back half of the park, and they take you all the way to one end to the other. So we walked by it, and I was like, <laughs> it's like we looked at them and went, "Holy shit!" It's like, when are we going to go in here? I, I've never seen right. a facade like that in front of a sprung tent. It's amazing.
0: I think the only thing that would have made it absolutely perfect for me was if the nightingale was actually a yeah, character. Right, yep. Yep. I think that would have been amazing, but I understand why not because that would have been the shittiest character job ever to have <laughs> to just be like there gnawing on a horse for 45 minutes a shift. <laughs> that would be fucking hard, dude. This is true. Yep. You know. Um but but holy Christ, that was I agree that that facade was amazing and and for a sprung tent especially like um normally you know you're going into a sprung tent Mm -hmm. and even you know if they put a plywood house in front of it or whatever you see the sprung tent behind it and you see you know whatever you know you're going into a sprung tent with this entrance and the way they built the columns and the coliseum pieces around this entrance i I had to remind myself when I left because I could see <laughs> when I left that it was a spring tent. I was like, holy shit, that was a fucking tent. Um, I, I agree with you. I don't think they've ever done anything to, to facade a spring tent like that yep. ever before.
1: Now, here's something cool, and I alluded to this in my last night uh Episode. I I don't know how I described it, but now that we're sitting here thinking, and I can I can talk about a little better. So you walk through the columns, through the entrance, and then you walk through a series of archways, of which there was one character. That's before you even get into the tent. The, The probably the most unique thing that happened to me in this entire season was this. I got through the first set of archways, and I got stopped. I was clearly not with the group in front of me. I got stopped, and then the attendant pushes the door to my right open with one arm and to the left with his left arm open. And that was the walkway for the cast chain. So I've got the entire cast marched past me before I went in and it took like a good minute. So then I was essentially the first for that cast going through the house. Oh, that's
0: gotta be a good.
1: That was, that was one of my best runs through Nightingale's I think by far. I can imagine. And, I mean,
0: let's talk about some of the details yeah. here. Now, that's, that that's scene the thing. Yeah, the, this is. <laughs>
1: that scene ahead. with the
0: gladiator. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That gladiator doing that flying punch. Yep. Uh, like, the sound effect for that and the timing on that. And they nailed it yeah. every fucking time I saw it. Um, like, the blood on the chains, the blood all over this house was just. It was awesome. Oh, my God. The blood pit at the end where it's just like it's piles of corpses and piles of, of you you kind of know their corpses cuz there's bones and it's sticking out of all the goo and sh- I, holy fuck dude
1: this this, this was <laughs> in your face the entire time this was a really rare experience for me in that after you got past uh, a few feet after the gladiator you're talking about you get that you go through a couple things and you get the <laughs> One of our listeners and one of our members on our Facebook page, her name is Wendy. She put this thought in my head. It's, 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 this isn't what she yells, but I swear now, Wendy put this in my head. The one gladder yells for Narnia. (laughs) So, But once you, once I got past her, there was, I never really got down where everything was until the end, until where the two nightingales were passing that like top torso back and forth. I, the whole season which was a long season which we talked about in the opening of the episode I never really got a feel for where everything was so I think I probably got the best scares all season in that section of the house because I never quite got down where everything was and that's cool because that doesn't happen disorienting.
0: a lot yes. yeah exactly it's very disorienting and I think it was the amount of detail and amount of gore that was inundating you that just kept you off your toes so much that unless you're going as often as you did and, and you go through this house as often as you did, it, it, you just, you you can't get settled and you can't remember where you're at. It was just, I know what you're talking about. I watched the video again this this afternoon. Like I watched all the vid- videos of all the houses again this afternoon just because I wanted to prepare myself and it's been a month and a half like we talked about and I just wanted it fresh in my brain and I was just like, I'm watching this and I'm like, holy crap, this house is just... It just keeps coming, and it just keeps pushing more and more gore and blood and violent scenes, and just pure raw hatred and, and <laughs> violence and in, in your face. By the time you're done, you're just drained, and it's only been five minutes. I know. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, you know what I mean. And then the the uh, I mean, I'm going to say I called it, but it was like a, a safe call. I think everyone did. The we have definitely got the lion. Uh, mm-hmm. using the old werewolf. Oh, yes. Now, here's here's what was cool as, cool as hell. I mean, I saw that thing a dozen times before you got there. Then, when you and I went, that fucker, for the first time, like, actually, I didn't realize the thing... Uh, I, I, it moved. Le- it, 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 it went... It, it, its feet lifted off the platform, and that fucker, like, was over my head, and that was the first time that happened. And... It freaked me the fuck out because I'm like I I, I know this section of this house because it's the last you know quarter I know this and then when that thing launched over my head I'm like what the fuck just happened Yeah
0: Oh that was Yeah Um I I, I still get chills thinking about this house in the best possible way because this I I thought this was super well executed and and just the story was good the the you know the the intense. Deep, rich story, I think just built upon the fact that this was also the bloodhouse.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and you know, usually the blood houses are just like saws but actually, you know, thinking about it, the bloodhouses have some of the more deep stories that we've talked about. Right. Yep. Steam, you know those types of things, and and this this was no no slouch in that area. Like though, you know what they talked about in the in the media event where it was like this this lost Centurion uh, column that that they couldn't find, and they came back and yada yada yada, all of that backstory that just keeps building on it, and then you go into this maze, and it's just
1: wow. This is an insanely well thought out maze. For the fact that you, I mean, you never really went down into an underground. You just kind of were underground. And it only took a room or two for you to feel kind of cluster, not claustrophobic, but att- under something. You definitely felt <laughs> you were under something. And then, like I said, that whole, the twists and turns in that kind of third quarter of it, just, just, there were so many unique, uh, bulls, I guess for me. I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting a little, uh. Uh, less uh, noticeable of that stuff in my older age, but it really got me good. And then, like I said, once I got past the design of the Nightingales and really took a look at what was going on, I was like, "Holy shit! Is there like this? This is a well-designed maze, a well-art and design maze, and a just a really cool thing to look at and take in." Which took me a run or two to do, but I'm glad I did because in the end, it was pretty fucking awesome. I think you just put a finger
0: on something that that I've been trying to. F- to to wrap my brain around and that is that uh, the entire time you went through this maze you uh, in your you know your your front brain that's logical and human and, and not you know a scared animal you know that you're just you're on a flat ground and you're not going anywhere and you're doing this but to me it always you know, the, the three, four times that I went through this thing, it always seemed like I was descending. Always. Oh, and really? Like, every okay. time I took a turn, it was like, this is another lower pit of this thing. Because the first one is a little brighter. It's got the gladiator. You're, you've got a gladiator pit. and It's like, okay. And then it just keeps descending deeper and deeper into the pit. And and that's kind of the feeling I got from it. And I don't know if that was intentional or not, but that's sort of the feeling that I got. That By the time you burst out into fresh air at the end, it's like... Oh, yeah, we're not <laughs> three stories <laughs> down, four stories <laughs> down.
1: And the lighting scene, That maybe it was my imagination, knowing it was supposed to be underground, the main lighting always seemed to come way above head. Now, there was some scenic lighting, so you could see what was going on, but the main lighting of the room seemed to be far above you as opposed to <laughs> on the walls, which it yeah. was, but it was just the way they were designed and pointed.
0: Yep. Anyway, I could talk about this maybe for hours. <laughs> took so, me some, unless you've got
1: no, any no, more. no, that's it. I mean, it it took me some time, but in the end, I really enjoyed it. I mean, we should mention because it's it's it, everyone has mentioned it throughout the event. There was a smell to it, a decaying rotting oh. smell. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I liked it, but it didn't bother me as much as it seemed to really bother some people.
0: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like it, it wasn't like um, what was it? Um, uh, puke uh, exorcist. from, uh, exorcist <laughs> wasn't even close to that to right. me, but again, um, you know, I've also worked in, in kitchens oh, and yeah. butcher shops and stuff like that. So, I mean, the meat smell and, and, you know, even when you, when you've got garbage cans back that are, you know, have, they've been in the sun for a while and that's where your, your meat went, mm-hmm. you know, your, the, the stuff you're not using Yeah, went, um, not into the sausage, like <laughs> most people think, uh, Um, not like meaty meats, Um, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, you know, that I I guess I've been around that smell quite a lot. So it doesn't really bother me, but yeah, I can see how it might turn a stomach.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It just said, I I didn't even pick up on it being supposed to be a rotting flesh smell. I guess it just didn't hit me that way. But once I heard people talk about it. Wasn't a rotting flesh smell. It
0: was much more of that fresh butcher shop, like fresh blood sort of smell to me, anyway,
1: which to me is a good smell. It's like, oh, that (laughs) means dinner's coming, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is. It is what it is. If you didn't like it, you didn't like it. It's, I'm not, again, I'm not going to say I liked it, but it was, it didn't bother me. Didn't bother
0: me. It fit fit in what was happening. You didn't like it, you're stupid. (laughs) I mean, no. No, Uh. Kidding no <laughs> but and but i mean i guess that's the great thing about this event is like different things trigger different people exactly right? yep, yep you know i mean most people going through through killer clowns that like we talked about yeah. they're having a good time they get some jump scares people like me going through you know that have chlorophobia going through killer clowns isn't one of the more <laughs> intense experiences in that event hands down this is true um, yep. so yeah it's just it, different things trigger different people exactly and and i think that's part of what that smell did yep
1: All right. Well, moving on to my list, talking about one of the greatest facades outside, I am going to say, and this is going to probably, I'm not going to say upset, but cause disagreement with some people. I think my favorite indoor facade is the house we're going to talk about next, because I always love when they do this, this time of year, this climate. And I'm talking about Yeti Terror of the Yukon. (laughs) when you walked into a snowy wooded frozen icicle laden cabin i mean the other one i i I, 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 that's in contention is graveyard games and we'll get to that i (laughs) like yeti a little bit more i loved walking in there and seeing all that and feeling that cold just slap you in the face which you fucking needed almost every night this year it's been a ridiculously hot season it has um yeah, and I was there early this yeah. year, so
0: <laughs> phew, it was hot. But um, Christ, where do we even start with this maze? I, I I'm I'm trying to figure out I- exactly how to articulate what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, in my in my mind, this was a perfect follow up to uh, Swamp Yeti. Yeah. Oh it, yeah. Yep. It really delivered on everything that I was hoping to see. Um, it had some of that campy stuff in it, but it was clearly uh, right up front. It was clearly like, no, this is also going to be a gory house, and 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 this is not the the swamp Yeti that's that's you know just kind of rubbing you and chuckling and, and just nudge nudge wink wink. This is not that that Yeti anymore. This is a Yeti that we're taking very ser- a, a bit more seriously, not too seriously, but a bit more seriously, and you're gonna see uh, you're gonna see a lot of fun things. Uh, <laughs> I thought the cabin scenes were amazing. Um, the amount of shadow work they did is oh. probably more than that what they did in in Killer Clowns. And it was fucking... It worked. That was cool. Like, it was... Yep. Yeah. It was foreshadowing and shadowing it, all at the same time. And then you walked in on the scene and, you know, there's this, this fucking Yeti eating the guts of this dude <laughs> and pounding on his chest and shit. And uh, you got up close and 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 very up close and, and personal with with a lot of these yeti's and then the costuming I thought was really good too uh, good enough for scares and good enough also for you know that campy horror stuff where that tongue in cheek you know sort of thing going on um, I was talking about the cavern oh my god
1: yeah uh that. that's what i was just thinking is like I'll, I'll go back, going back to the cabin and put my two cents in the cavern sure. scene is this is it has what i love and what i hate most about this house what i love most about this house is it has two of the most elaborate gimmicks slash scares but it also has two of the most elaborate gimmick slash scares which means either you Mm. saw it or you didn't see it and the two i'm talking about is the the hand through the chest of the camper from the Mm -hmm. yeti if you didn't get there in time you either saw it being reset or you saw the end of it and you didn't quite see it happen even more so is the door yeti the door yeti i saw the least out of all the gags when i saw it fucking awesome i loved it i loved the fact that they planned that whole thing out and had the uh-huh. characters and the triggers and everything, but when I didn't see it, it's it like it's like if I saw it just happen, if I saw the yeti on that corner, I'm like, I'm not going to see the door scare. So I, I mean, I knew I wasn't going to see it. It takes so long to reset.
0: And and I think I hit a good run every time I went through this one. And and I can see what you mean because that's a long scene to play out, and and yeah, you
1: you would have a big gap there. But I don't think I ever had it and it's you're lucky then and it's like i said i absolutely appreciate the fact that they're doing something like that but it's like Mm -hmm. it it went a little beyond especially at the pace they're trying to to get you through for the most part and and now this this lessened a lot as the season went but my god in september that they just sit there waving their hands i'm like calm the fuck down i can only get so close to the guy in front of me you know chill what the hell well
0: not only that it's like you know uh, first of all, you know, in September when we were going, it wasn't that it was busy, but it wasn't that busy. Yeah, It wasn't like the crowds that you're getting through October. And second of all, like the wait times are going to be the wait times. Me stepping yeah, three right. seconds faster. is not going to fucking help that. Yeah. Um. And, and. You know, the biggest point is like, stop taking me out of the maze. Yeah. Yeah. Like stop yep. taking me out of this. Right. Like. Uh, unless i have you know unless i'm stopping at everything waiting for every trigger and every blah 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 don't fuck with me right i mean I, I i'm following the dude yeah okay there's a five foot gap fuck you i just got
1: the shit scared out of me by a clown yeah i'm trying not to poop okay <laughs> i would say i mean that's you're you're 100 right if there if there's five feet between me and the guy in front of me and i'm not with that party it's not that big a deal and the argument could be made from an off separation well if everyone does that it's a problem I'm like well no it's really not which as long as you're no. constantly moving yeah but i mean um, yeah that yeah. was that was a little annoying in the first time now i'll say that stopped that it almost seemed like a a, a switch was slipped that almost seemed to stop when october started which is you would expect the opposite because october is so much busier but that was kind of annoying in september
0: I think social, their social media people really picked up on that because, um, I, I I've never seen it that way yeah. until this year. Uh, it was, it was quite bad this year when I was there. Um, I ignored them. Yeah. And I just tried yeah, to focus too, yeah. on, on keeping, keeping myself immersed in. Cause I, I mean, I've been in the event a long time. I know what to do and I know not to stop and I know not to, to hold things up, but I also know I want to get everything I can out of this event because not only have I paid for the ticket, not only have I waited in line, I've also paid for the express pass. So holy shit, I paid a lot of fucking money. (laughs) Don't rush me through this just because I'm three steps behind the
1: dude in front of me. It's the thing. If you, if, I mean, if you stop dead, absolutely make sure it keeps moving. But no one that I saw them doing that to had done that. Exactly. And that's, that's a little, that's a little much. Yep. but anyway okay anyway back to the yeti so like i said that was that was a tough one to see let's go to the cavern now because the complete opposite happened because that's when the fucking onslaught of shit went down my god
0: <laughs> the arm coming at you oh, the yeti was- up top distracting you the shooter beside you popping out with a fucking loud-ass trigger like i i oh that was one of my favorite if not my favorite sequences, one of my favorite it's, sequences of the event.
1: What well, was the, uh, one of my favorite things. And it's so simple, but if so effective was after the arm looking across the cavern, the Yeti that was up top on that ice. I mean, there was nothing he could do to you, but the fact that they put multi-level Yetis in this scene was just so cool. It's just like, it's like that one little touch that was so simple. He was he He couldn't even scare you because you saw him coming but the fact that it was there just added so much to that run of rooms it was so awesome
0: well i think um part of it was that uh when he was coming down at you like because he would he would like kneel and come down at you and shit that perspective change yeah, right yep it's so like oh shit he's actually um plus you know They've been on bungees before and <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, who the hell knows, right? <laughs> this him, time, and like,
1: it wasn't, you're right, but it was no, it, not, but, but
0: just that perspective change yeah. of him just lunging down at you and you're, it, you're not expecting it from above. Nope. In, in Halloween Horror Nights, you pretty much train yourself all the time. Don't look up unless you're really freaked out and you need to. <laughs> Don't look up <laughs> yeah. because it'll take you out of it. You'll see the sound stage or the tent or whatever. You just want to kind of keep your eyes down. And then when you're looking up and it's coming from there, it always fucks with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And then the last room. I, I mean, it's. it's <laughs> I should have guessed it was going to happen but i didn't and the first time i saw it i was like this is brilliant this is absolutely brilliant to have the exact room that the origin of this character came from it was it was swamp yeti but in the yukon it was it was i mean i I didn't even think that was going to be a possibility and then when it happened was like how did i not see this coming this is the only way to end this maze exactly i love that i absolutely love that ending my favorite and i've never i don't think i've ever named a favorite ending in any house this is my favorite ending of any house <laughs> uh my
0: favorite ending um is much more specific than that okay and it is part of this house and it was um the first time hunter went through it and <laughs> screamed at the big bastard at the end
1: <laughs> that's a big motherfucker right there
0: oh shit uh that was a good scare too because yeah. he got me at the end too i i yeah um I loved this house I, I really did I I thought the the I thought the facade was amazing I thought the aesthetic was amazing uh, I thought the setting was great I thought that they did they, they towed the line between camp scares and gore really really well and just just damn it was good
1: it was it was it was it was yeah I really like this too it's it's I'm not gonna say where it's high on my list i i like this i think we expected to like this but uh it's it's it was nice to uh experience it and and have everything we wanted and more from it i'll straight up say it it beat my expectations yeah okay nice nice yeah
0: like i i mean i expected it to be fun and good um this beat my expectations that's for cool. sure
1: that's good All right, so my next house after that is Ghostbusters, and speaking of facades, what the fuck? What a miss. Uh, Holy shit. I have feelings about this house. (laughs) I'm very upset about the, the facade of this house, and I know I'm not alone. I've talked to many people about it. I've even heard other people talk about it. I mean, I get the idea of just walking right into the movie because that is the cold open of the movie, but... Man alive. Just that just was so a wall that said
0: library. Here's the thing. You said it, it's the cold open to the movie. You don't want a cold open to your headline fucking event.
1: Right now. Um, It would have worked a lot better if there was a, some kind of opening between that. And I mean, we, all right. So let's, we go through the library, the opening scene of the movie we get the librarian ghost. We get the Pepper's ghost. Uh, we get the slime on all the index cards, which is actually a really nice touch. And then you go through a, 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 through a dark hall and you get the um, the actual... the, 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 the Well, no, it's before that. You get like the monster oh, oh, they, ghost of the librarian. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's yeah. when we got the Ghostbusters symbol in the movie. So, if we had walked into something that said not Ghostbusters or something that was... You know, the reason for the cold opening for the really bad facade and then have like the real start of the house out of something else. We didn't have that. What we had was cool. Don't get me wrong because we got Janine and having Janine as a mic character was fucking awesome. But if you're going to do that cold open, then there should have been some kind of payoff to having to walk into such a, I'm sorry, a a lame facade. It looked like a library, but I wanted, I was expecting more to start that house off with. And then we just kind of went... I mean, we had that cold opening and then went right in. We never had something to bridge that gap and have what I ever thought was a really good entry point to this house. Here's a thought.
0: Okay. Um, Instead of doing the facade and the entry that they did, Uh what if you swap that with the Janine scene Right, put that behind the Janine scene, put Janine up front. And then your facade is the firehouse, okay, with the Ecto-1 out front. Right. And you walk into the firehouse, and there's Janine doing her thing, and then you walk into the library, and you get that experience. You're playing with the story now. Yeah. Okay, because it's not quite the movie story. You're playing with the story. You're playing with the story in the way that she gets a call, they go to the library, and then we continue with the movie. That would have been fucking amazing. Yeah. And it
1: wouldn't have affected the story that much. And they did mess with the story. And I'm not complaining if they mess with the story. I'm saying if the defense is, well, it didn't follow the movie, well, okay, guess guess what? Yeah, Peter Brinkman so covered, covered in covered in marshmallow saying we came, we saw, we kicked his ass, is in the wrong spot too. But I'm not going exactly. to, you know, pick nits. Yeah, it's just it's it's it really felt like this house and this this, this is this is really really oh, really, really my complete stops. It never felt like this had the proper introduction to Ghost here we are, Ghostbusters
0: right and that's what i'm saying is like i'm not picking nits about storyline I'm, I'm just saying alter the storyline just a tiny little bit Yeah, and um, then you've got this wonderful and they have a fucking ecto-1 i know like, right they, yeah they have one yeah right put it in there put the ghostbusters firehouse in the front that's your facade you walk in you get the janine interaction and then you're straight into the library and no one gives a fuck yeah. that you swapped a few scenes okay yeah, uh, yeah. i yep. thought that was a it, miss, was, big, it was a big, big miss,
1: miss to start this off there. That's the thing it's it's it never felt like it got its kickoff, but okay. With that out of the way, let's all right. The library was what it was. I actually don't really have complaints about what they did with the library. No but library.
0: I thought the library was great. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, that, it was great intro and they, they actually that Slimer jump scare yeah. was actually not bad. <laughs> so let's you know.
1: talk about we got out of the library and we talked to Janine a miked character interacting was not expected and pretty fucking awesome holy (laughs) shit that
0: was my best interaction of the event with any character bar none uh we got held up i think they were doing a cast change or something we got held up and she was perfect when they held up the line because she would just start interacting with with um people in the line and she looks at me and she's like can i help you and I said the stupidest thing that came out of my mind. And, and I said, uh, we have reservations for two. And she's like, no, you don't. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. And then she went and started talking to the next guy. And yep. I mean, I was like, it was the dumbest thing for me to say, but I, I couldn't think of anything else. It was like, you're a hostess. I'm sorry. that That's, well, I mean shit anyway it was fun it was uh, and she was like she just had it comebacks just going oh, yeah.
1: right yeah it was um, my my very last run through there's a really young girl with her father uh, i hope it's her father that's another story <laughs> Her father in front of me and she's, oh, and she, and she saw the little girl and she like, she's, she's, she's like, did you see any ghosts? And she's like, no, are you sure? And then the girl just, it was kind of shy. And then she went to she went to the, into the next room and she's like, I think they're in there. She's like, you think you're in there? You lied to me earlier. It was such a cute interaction. <laughs> I really put a smile on my face. So I was like, the, the, I don't know why they had her mic'd and i'm not complaining it was just so unexpected and so much fun there was obviously it was different every time i went through that room
0: right and i think that um i i hope that they take positive feedback from everyone on that one and keep doing more mic'd characters Mm -hmm. uh like casting do the casting well you got to get the these characters that can pull this shit off right they have to be good at improv, they've got to be good on their feet. They've got to, you know, you'd have to really do casting on that. But um, I think that it added to, uh, it added to this maze more than they could have thought, more than they would have imagined. And uh, to me, it made this maze very, very special. And I will always remember that interaction with that character. Yeah. You know, uh, it's something I will always remember. And she will not remember me at all. (laughs) This but, is true, yeah. But she made it really yeah, she made it really really good for yeah. me. So, I I think that that's a plus for the event and I think that they they need to keep doing it.
1: Yep. Now, the rest of the house, there's some really good about this too. And I think one of my favorite things that might have gotten overlooked by a lot of people, but and it also got overlooked by me, the First, three or four times I went through it. When we got to the voiceover scene of the containment unit being turned off by Walter Peck, when the lights mm-hmm. dimmed and the wall started to crack, I was like, I didn't realize there was actually light shooting from the walls. Like, that might be screen accurate. I'd have to really go back and look and compare where the cracks are in the wall, but I was like, that is such a specific, iconic look that that might be mm-hmm. screen accurate. Little things like that were fun. The Slimer Ghost was fun. There are. I. Before we get, I actually thought the sequence right after
0: the um, containment unit blowing was a lot of fun too, where you just get that parade of ghosts that are flying out, and and uh, I thought that worked out really well. I was thinking, you know, like how are they going to do that? You have this giant vortex of blood. No, they just said, "Fuck it." These are the ghosts you're gonna, you know, that got away, and these are the ghosts that are coming out to scare you and all that. I thought that worked really well.
1: My the my initial uh, viewing of, and this is something I talked about a lot that i was looking forward to seeing the proton packs the streams i was a little disappointed at first but then i really thought about well what the hell were they going to do you know and it wasn't so and once i really looked at like they made the best of what you could do without making small nuclear generators on the pack of characters it actually it, it grew on me I have some ideas of, uh,
0: what I would have done with the proton pack effects, okay. um, that would have made it better, uh, that I'm happy to share with the creative team if they want me there. But, um, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I think to me there was, there was uh, the only real good proton pack effects we saw were very, very static and they were mannequined, yeah. um, I think they missed an opportunity there and I you know I think that that you know using some some decent magnets and some some stuff like that with just basically LED you know flexible LED strips and shit like that you could have done like that whole you know oh, okay. fire the proton pack and sort of thing I I was expecting more with the t- technology that we have on hand I actually was expecting more from the proton pack effects and you know even when i thought about it afterwards i was like yeah i i think i probably could have done something like you get a weighted magnet and you just have the character throw it in the right direction and it just sucks onto the wall okay that's all you need you know what i mean yeah. uh and, and and then you've got this this thing that he can just flip flip up and down in his hands and the the, the led light wiggles that's pretty not bad
1: yeah yeah i mean it was it was a little it was static, so it was a little lackluster. I mean, I'm gonna say mm-hmm. it. But I will say there were some things that I didn't expect that were really cool. Um, oh I mean, there's Dana in her apartment, that whole sequence was kind of neat, but then Dana Zool on the platform. Yeah. We again we're talking about perspectives and scale. We never walked up. But yet, the way the scenic was behind her, and she was, what, 15 feet away? She felt like she was 50 feet away, and we were on top of a building because the wind was blowing her hair. The scenic was what it was, and we were looking through a hole, an, a hole in the wall, a little yeah. <laughs> busted out wall. I wasn't yep. expecting that feeling in one room passing by. That was awesome. Going that from was. Going from that to Gozer, that was a huge room. Again, feeling like you're on top of a building, I was not expecting. And then the lightning effects they did with that with her lightning was cool too. So where the proton packs didn't live up to my expectations, they really hit me with two big surprises right after that, that I wasn't expecting at all.
0: I agree with that. Um, I think those, both of those rooms were executed really well. And, uh, you know, especially, you know, they had the, the, um, uh, what you, what you may call it, um, the gatekeeper.
1: Oh, uh, 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 Rick Moranis, because I can't think of was, st- Louis yeah, Tully. The, Lewis Tully. Maran- yeah,
0: Louis Tully. Yep. Thank you. They had the Louis Tully character pop up every now and again, and do, or in that one scene yep. with the hole in the wall and do his shtick. And they cast very well for that too. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And and, yeah. and I thought those were those were really really well executed scenes that were unfortunately followed up by uh, the worst scene. This makes me in so angry. Here's. <laughs> yes the worst
1: this scene was such
0: in some this age. was
1: more disappointing than the proton packs and i yes. was okay with the amount of stay puff we got and the fact that he was 80 percent covered what i was really not only disappointed with but found unacceptable was that the animation was like four frames per second how does that happen
0: in this day and age uh, I, I was even disappointed with with the the execution. I, I was too. They, I mean,
1: I wanted a lot more than that. But when I saw him go from smiling to angry, and like you could see the frame swap in that animation, I'm like, right. How does right. that happen? How how how? how it, 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 there's oh. no excuse for that yeah. slow of an animation on a on a uh, um 3D projection." And we're going to talk oh. about three 3D projections later in this episode that were we not are.
0: that choppy no nope. and yeah. and we're actually going to talk about some other stuff later this in this episode that that were effects that failed just as badly um so i, I think uh whoever was doing those types of visual uh the video effects in the mazes this year first time on the
1: job i don't know <laughs> uh no,
0: stay the, puff
1: stay puff uh, was just, there there is no reason for that no, that project. i love the idea of making the marshmallow and doing that, you know, making the best of technology. But I, that, 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 that different, that frame rate just drove me insane. Every time I saw it, I was like, maybe the first time I saw it I was like, okay, it's opening night. There's probably problems, but like, that's how it was the last fucking night. I saw it. I was like, that, that, that this, how does this happen?
0: Well, and, and the thing is, is like, even if you're going for an eighties aesthetic in the eighties, we had better frame rates.
1: Yeah. Well, you're right.
0: V- fucking VHS had better frame yeah. rate. VHS had better quality than that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Stay Puft was was a huge miss, and it's like, I, yeah, it's. What do I want to say? It, it, this is coming from a person that doesn't have to build it. I understand that, but it's but looking at it, I mean, we, I really think the stuff we've seen leading up, especially in this era of Halloween Horror Nights from 25 till now, I mean, I I think they've proven they could have done better than what we saw, and I don't quite understand what happened.
0: Well, and here's the thing. I mean, you and I are both DIY folks yeah. and you and I are both, well, you more, uh, sorry, let me rephrase that. Yeah. You and I are both DIY folks and you are, um, you know, you've done video editing, you've done video stuff, you've done audio, obviously we're yeah. doing this. And, uh, I think that between my DIY skills, your video and audio skills, we could have done a better job.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what we're wrong there. I don't, I don't know what happened.
0: Me either. Um, I, I thought that Stay Puff was the, one of the biggest
1: misses of the yep. entire event. It was. I, and especially when he is... Stranger Things is the primary uh, marketing thing, but Ghostbusters was right up there. And Stay Puff was... Stay Puff and Slimer were the two icons they pulled from that movie. And yep. Slimer had a great representation. He had... A, we didn't talk about it. He had probably one of the best pepper ghost effects in... All Ever of, seen. Yeah. And then two puppets... And then um, Stay and, and then that Pepper Ghost that Pepper Ghost to puppet
0: one two yeah. hit yeah. was fucking amazing right yep. like that was fucking
1: great I loved that sequence and then Straight Stay Puff. Ooh. <laughs> well here's what's even oh. more frustrating and this is this is before you and I even met this it feels like now granted this is twenty six years later twenty five years later I'm telling you this. It felt like the Stay Puff in the original Ghostbuster show at Universal when I first moved here was better than what we got and it's a quarter decade later. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Now maybe I, that's so just it, a fond memory but mm, I'm not sure that's entirely true. I'm not sure
0: that no. Now the the one thing I will say about the Stay puffed area um was that the smell was amazing. Oh, that was cool. That was cool. And no, I even though that like They hit you with that toasted marshmallow, and it was just like, uh, "I'm
1: hungry now." (laughs) (laughs) And the Vinkman, even to the Vinkman line, I kind of, I've I've hinted that it was in the wrong spot. It, it actually was a nice little cap to the house because, yeah, that's a nice way to end it.
0: Ghostbuster, and you've got, you know, yeah.
1: But I mean, it was, it's, and I think we left our speculation episode, not a speculation. I'm sorry, a hype train episode with thinking this is going to be a fun house. I got startled a few times. I don't know that I ever got... I certainly never felt in danger or scared. And the stuff that worked really worked. But this this was this was a real role at Ice House, I think, in a lot of ways. And, and sometimes it paid off and sometimes it didn't. It, that's just the bottom line so, for me.
0: Yeah, I've been really negative about this. But I will have to say, um, best character interaction for me, I thought Janine was amazing. She was just perfect. And really, I was grinning from ear to ear all the way through this maze. Uh, it brought back so many good yeah. memories. It brought back so much uh, nostalgia for, for all kinds of things. And um, I thought the casting was really good. I thought um, it, it was fun. Yeah. It was super fucking fun. And, you know, as much as I've said, I like, I don't think it's going to be scary. It wasn't. Yeah. Not every maze has to be. No, it doesn't. Right? it doesn't really and this was super super fun
1: and one big thing to close on this that i think it really did was i think a lot of the theme this year was a big party and we're going to talk more about that when we get to the scare zones Mm. the fact that they had ghostbusters and they really had the cast uh or at least the attendance into it and kind of i think every time i Mm -hmm. went through it they were kind of dancing or at least moving and then going out with a really really yeah. good uh, uh, part of that song, I think added to the party atmosphere. I think this was the, the fun house and the party house centerpiece for this party.
0: And one of the things that we should talk about quickly about this maze is that the soundtrack was fucking oh, phenomenal. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. Every song I wanted to hear was played. Everything I wanted to hear in this maze was played. Like the audio in this entire experience yep. was Fucking great. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so, so I mean, they, they nailed that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was just, there was just a couple of misses that yeah. I, I think, and easy can, ones in some cases, yeah. like where was the Ecto one really? You've got one on site it's, and you don't have it
1: there. That's the thing. It's like the misses are just like that. We've talked about misses already in this episode where it's like, yeah, but it's okay. Cause you had this, these misses mm. were just so big. It's like, what happened? It's like, how didn't that happen? Yep. You know, it, but no. yeah. I mean, ultimately, I did really like this house. Me too. All right. Well, <laughs> you would almost think I planned this, but I didn't. But going from one IP facade that uh, we we're a little disappointed with to one that I don't think could be any better, the next one on my list is House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> I,
0: I, um, okay. So we're going to talk about the facade here. Let's yes. do that um damn right like like, uh i should have seen this coming but i didn't and damn like that was fucking amazing they just
1: they've always done so little with that tent and it's uh, i got in a conversation with someone and he's not wrong Uh, my first complaint was blumhouse it's always just blumhouse there's just a nice, not nice, but it, well, a, a well done graphic of the Blumhouse logo. And I think maybe the yeah. movie titles, I don't remember. He's like, well, what about Chance? It had a projection. I'm like, yes, it had a projection, but it was another static flat. That's mostly static flat facade. It was the newspaper headlines and then the video yeah, of yeah, Chance. Yeah. This, they and finally went. It was went, such terrible maze. I don't you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, then they, and then this one, I I don't know what flip finally switched and creative, but they managed to pull off a facade in this. What is not, I was going to say, basically it's, it is, it's a canvas pole tent. Well, a little more than that, but they finally, finally dressed the front of this. I felt like we were going in something and it was so damn movie accurate that it was it's the first time I saw it. I was like, "It's like I I can't believe what I'm seeing. I'm,
0: I, I was just like, so, uh, this movie and I have a long history. Okay. Yep. Let's hear it. Um, I, I actually went to saw, see this movie in the theaters with Smitty, uh, way, way back in the day when we were both still working at a startup. And I remember, uh, I, and, and back then I was in a, I was kind of into horror movies and stuff, but it was, it was a bad, it was the dark days of horror movies. There weren't really any good ones mm. around back then. And so we went to see this and I was just like, I walked out of that movie. I walked into that movie going, Hmm, great, Rob Zombie, it's <laughs> gonna be like a long music video, video. And I walked out of that movie going, Holy fuck, that was a long music video and I kinda <laughs> fucking a, liked but it. But in a good way.
1: I mean you're not wrong. Right. But I like yeah. that's that's kinda one of the things I like about this movie.
0: And then then I watched it again and I'm like, okay, you know, this is never ever going to make my greatest hits movie. This is never even going to make my greatest Halloween movie. This is probably not, it's not. And and it's in fact, it's not on a heavy rotation for me. I watch this every seven, eight years sort of thing. Right. Um, It's not a really good movie. It has some amazing moments and it has some amazing things. And then, so I was thinking, well, okay, you know, how's this going to translate into a maze? And I'm like, Um, Well, I guess there's a lot of good visual stuff they can do, but uh, holy (laughs) fuck, I was wrong because this this basically once I thought about it and once I read people talking about it, it's like this basically was the design for a haunted house.
1: Well, it is. I was going to say that is the absolute beauty about this house. Rob Zombie designed this story for a haunted house in Halloween before he made the movie. Then he made the movie. So now this is a Halloween. This is a a haunted house based after a movie from a haunted house. It's like it's really the final evolution of this story. And it, I I was so trepidatious going into this because I actually really like this movie. Again, it's it. I think you said it very well. It's not in the top of my anything, but I'm a huge Rob Zombie fan, and this is probably my favorite of his movies. Which really let be so honest, hard, isn't it. hard to put yeah. this at the top. And it's, it's actually Sid Haig's finest role. It's mm-hmm. his iconic role. Mm-hmm. So I was really trepidatious going to this and going, oh my God, this is like, it's like, this could be so fucked up or just like, it, 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 it just, this could not work on so many ways. Right. Oh my God. Is it like, was I just more than beside myself happy to be proven wrong? And even that idea that I had in my head, it was yeah, All right. it's just it's the from beginning to end one of my favorite IPs ever.
0: I like this maze more than I like the movie. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I it's that fucking good. Yep. Like it beats its source material. Like how can you you I mean how can you give anything more credit when you're doing an homage <laughs> to source material than saying you know what? your homage to the source material beats the source material. You fucking win. And they actually did win. They were the house of the year.
1: Yeah, they did. Yep. Yeah, it was. And, and you know, what's what's just amazing is that they did such a great translation of movie to house. And, and the fact that you, you, I mean, you, you, you said it is, it's a long, it's a very long music video and he does a lot of quick cuts and does these kind of music, um, Flashes of videos and imagery in the in the um, in his movies changing between scenes. We actually got that in one room. We walk through and there's videos on the wall and videos on the ceiling. And the other side of the wall was what we're going to the next part of the movie. It, it And it didn't feel like it was like we had to do this. It felt natural in the flow of the house that we were going through. Exactly. And I think that that his
0: his movie style. Yeah. Lends itself to haunted houses yep. very, very well. And 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 the whole fact that, that you have this soundtrack running through it lends itself to a haunted house very, very well too, because that that gives you a seamless way to do transitions in the house itself. It's like we go from this music to this music to this music because that's how the movie does it. And we can go from this scene to this scene because his quick cuts allow us to do that. You never felt taken taken out of anything, even though you went from like you know, scene to scene to scene to scene to scene to scene, and you were going greatest hits of this entire movie. Just bang, yeah. bang, 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 bang. It didn't feel disjointed. No, it didn't. No. Well, I mean, it did, but it felt disjointed <laughs> but in a way by it's design. supposed to. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yes. yeah. By design, yeah. it was disjointed, but it felt disjointed by design. And I think that's the the um, the brilliance of of Rob Zombie's movies translating to haunted houses yeah. is that it, it's it's really he just wants to be in a haunted house all of his life. And that's what he tries to make his movies about. And that's, it translated. Well, yep. I mean, it translated better than well. I literally liked it better than the movie. Yep.
1: Let's go all the way to the beginning of this house. And again, <laughs> we're talking about, we're talking about cold opening of ghostbusters and we're, we, we, well, I mean, we've walked through every house and we talked about it. this might be, uh, this is probably my favorite. First room of any house. The whole um, Captain Spaulding inside the uh, the entrance to the Captain Spaldings. I um, uh, can't even think of the the attraction, but the the whole fried mm-hmm. chicken behind the register. He had like three or four different triggers. The Uh-oh. casting was spot on for him amazing and let's let's we can't overlook the fact that Sid Haig unfortunately passed away in the midst of all this so it kind of became his memoriam house on top of it but that's not how it started so it wasn't intended that way but this is this was probably the best start to all that it it was definitely i can say this it was the best start to the any of the ip houses this year
0: definitely that yes uh there's this one start that i think just nudges uh, this over. Yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, I, I you you mentioned Sid Haig passing and I, I, you know, I've seen him in a lot of different things and I really, really appreciated him, appreciated him as an actor. Yeah. And I thought that, um, you know, I thought that the actors in this maze really after his passing did him complete justice like yeah. they they just reveled in their roles and they they tried their best to emulate what he did and oh my god did it uh it worked it, it worked super fucking amazing um oh I, I saw i think i saw both well at least both casts and i don't think i saw an all so it was only the two guys that i saw doing this uh-huh Oh my god! Yeah. They threw themselves into this role like they were in your face. They were, uh, and, and their triggers were great. Yep, their triggers was great.
1: Yep. So from, uh, let's see, from going from his house, just going through, it's, it's a hard one to describe if you haven't seen the movie. But seeing the movie, just it, it's it's hmm. that's that's a really weird. Uh, I just realized this is weird really weird phrase to say it's hard to describe you haven't seen the movie but you also don't need to see the the movie to really enjoy this house which is really that's correct (laughs) a difficult thing to say for a podcast but we will talk about going through the next set of scenes when we're leading towards the firefly house we we kind of have a transition between the two not a whole lot just a little bit going into the firefly house all the the cast is what what stranger things lacked in the cast the casting, this hit dead on. Otis. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, every. Like, where did they find I, so many emaciated methods? That's heads the thing.
1: That it's, it wasn't one. Act. It was, a, it was uh, yeah. You hit the nail
0: on the head. It wasn't one. It was many. No, you saw the same character in the maze three, four different times, and they were bang on every time. You did not have to suspend disbelief that this was still that character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, it was. Yep. Holy crap they did a good job and the lighting was just crazy good the music of course was it's Rob Zombie so yeah, right. it's, it's yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. if yeah. you lo- you like it or you hate it i love it <laughs> the music was amazing um uh, uh but yeah you have to think that even when they were doing casting they had to actually do subcasting where they went okay so these four guys are going to be on this uh, uh, cast and these four guys are going to be on this cast. Cause those guys look close enough to like each other. And these guys look close enough to each other that we can do that. Right. Yeah. Like, cause I don't think you can mix and match
1: cause it was that accurate. Right. It's the, uh, and, and the two characters well, three I'll get to, well, four shit. I, I just keep adding this up. Well, we'll talk about <laughs> Otis and baby were the ones we kept seeing over and over again, right. m- repeatedly. And like yep. I said, it wasn't just one. It was many, you yep. know, the, the grandfather, this name escapes me, the, uh, yelling for oh. dinner time. I was not, I was expecting the dinner scene. I was not expecting him to get in my face and scream when he did. Yep. And then, I mean, we talked about Captain Spaulding, but Dr. Staten, I was like, at first I was like, okay, <laughs> it's not as big and elaborate as in the movie. And then I walked through a second time and went, it doesn't need to be because holy fucking shit do they hit everything you're expecting from Dr. Satan in a very enclosed space. And he is right there. You could reach out and touch him. I don't suggest you do that. You got thrown out of the house. Yeah. But it's like, okay, so we went down on scale for the proximity, which is actually more terrifying than if they went for scale.
0: I, I, um. Yes, because he's <laughs> too close. Yes, right. right. He's way yep. too close. And that rig that he's wearing and like just that. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. No, um, I think if they went for scale, it would have been uh, they would have A needed a sound stage. Yeah. And gone yeah, like, yeah. Oh, holy crap, that's awesome. But going this way was way better because he is too close to you. Yeah. And you really you really almost viscerally want to back away from
1: that fucker because that's just that's not right. It was such a good house. And I think, and kudos goes to, oh, the design was great. I mean, when we, oh man, when we got past or went towards, I don't remember if it was before or after now at this point, Dr. Satan, and we went into the kind of the graveyards. You got double mm. double whammied by two corpse-ish type things. Yep. They were the the stars of that particular thing or, or uh-huh. portion of the house. My point is, I think I think this was such an underdog this year that i, th- I it, maybe it was a conscious thing or maybe it was a subconscious thing to the cast i think the cast like picked up on the underdogness of it and the stigma of the third tent of the canvas tent and fucking killed it they they have now made this like a really huge highlight for me in many ways it was awesome
0: this i believe this ties for the climbing on my list okay I can see that. Um, uh,
1: I think you might be. Uh, we're, we might be in the same uh, frame of mind on that one. I can't do the math right now,
0: but it's, yeah. I, I believe it does. I'm, I'm looking at the the list side by sideish, yep. and and it be- I believe so. Yeah, there there were two that climbed on my list way way higher than I thought they ever would, and I, I think this is one
1: of them. Here's something I want to say about the cast. I didn't think about this when I was starting that diatribe, but I'm going to say it now. I can tell you one run. For every house where there was one, at least one character, sometimes more, that just, just like their shift, they phoned it in. And, and I'm not saying that to complain. And I, I get no, it. It's, God, it, no. it was 40 Seriously, some you do fucking this. nights. No, it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it just, it's just, it's going to happen. It a couple of nights. It's absolutely yeah, going to happen. It. Yeah. It, that is not a slight on them. Except, no, no, except no, no, no. corpses. Never, really? ever was, did, did anyone not bring 110% in my runs?
0: And I think that's one of the reasons that they won House of the yeah, Year. I think so. Is that the cast was so invested in making this uh this particular location not the butt of the 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 HHN joke yeah, again. Right. And yep. holy Christ, they broke that fucking curse in, in fucking spades. <laughs> like these guys just I, I and i'm not I, I don't mean that in a in a weird way or a negative way no, i like i follow you the houses the houses that preceded them in this in this location were lackluster uh, to say the best yeah uh, to, or to, to put it mildly and these guys every shift i saw them and i i think i went to this house every night if i remember right if the, there might be one night i no i missed it the first night that's right but i went every night after i saw it the first time because shit why wouldn't you um this cast was always on was always in your face and and they were like this was i also don't think this was easy because these guys were like these guys were intense psychopaths yeah Yeah. right like this is like you have to be on for 45 minutes at a time you have to be intense psychopath method acting 45 minutes (laughs) before you get a break and then you come back 45 minutes later and you're doing it all over again and i never saw one of them that didn't give every ounce of uh, of of energy they had into the scare yeah
1: and the thing that really uh uh, physically astounded me as far as uh the 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 house itself it felt and maybe it was because i was enjoying it so much but maybe there's some truth to this it felt like it was not just longer than any other house, but significantly longer than any other house in that tent. I believe to me,
0: that's the interactivity, Um, uh, you know, on a, on a level that, on sort of a subconscious sort of level, you were interacting with all of these characters mm-hmm. in yeah. this house. Because I, I don't think there's one character that I walked through a scene that I didn't get eye contact with. How do you do that with a conga fucking
1: line? My favorite character, well, all right, let's take it back. my favorite character for this section of the house, because I've got quite a few favorite characters, was the one of uh, Dr. Satan's assistants who actually led you into dr satan's room i don't know how he seemed to do that every time i went through that house and i think everyone else has the same experience which like you just said how the fuck do you do that with the conga line yeah i
0: I don't know and and the thing is like i i felt like every run through that house i had eye contact with every character and i don't know how they managed to make it feel like that i'm sure that i can't i mean it's it's theoretically possible that i could have it's almost completely unlikely that i did yes but it felt right. like that yeah you know and and i think that is uh a, just a, a basically a credit to both of the casts putting their all in and and really really knocking this out of the park
1: yeah yeah it's, it was i i went into it with significant trepidation and just walked out of it well i mean i think our past 10 minutes subs it up pretty well yeah fantastic yeah. fantastic uh, house
0: amazing like yeah. the execution i don't know how they could have done better nope nope one of my favorite ips in recent years by far by far and they did it in the cursed tent
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, Correct. I, that also has to be mentioned here because this this is a hard location to do a good maze in and fucking hell they deserved house of the year hands down i no argument there meaning just all the all of the factors put together they definitely deserved house of the year
1: i always have a reaction to house and scarcity of the year it's usually just like oh okay good for them or uh, this that and the other thing this one i was generally like i i i I fist pumped when i read it i was like yes that's 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 correct (laughs) you
0: know it's like (laughs) exactly and i was like you know this cast deserved it like these guys these guys went all out. You could tell that they were giving it their all and they wanted it. Yep. And holy crap, they got it great.
1: Good for them. Good for the creative team. Good for mm-hmm. everybody involved in this house. Phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And here's the thing. We have several houses to talk to. <laughs> to yep. to. talk to. Um, And we're talking this glowingly about a house that. You haven't done the most yet. Nope. Not even by um, several (laughs) different houses. Like we've Uh, got at least three to go. uh We do. So that's how good this year was. It was. Yep.
1: It's like, I, like I said, I mean, and I really wanted to point that out. We started off a little slow, but when we we get going this Mm. year, it gets going. So, all right, let's move from one tent to another tent. Our last tent house. And one probably the most unique <laughs> reaction episode we'll ever do. Depths of fear. Holy <laughs>
0: shit. So um, um I will admit this didn't quite do what I right. like, what I what I called it to do, which was <laughs> be the um patient zero of last year. Right. Yep. Um it, it didn't quite do that, but it did exactly what I expected. I called this house to be a sleeper. Everyone else was was downgrading this and saying yeah, yeah. And even some of the the, the post stuff that I've read have been people have been like kind of down on it because you know they they got tired of it or blah. I thought this house was um, very unique. It was uh the the, the facade we, we need to talk about the facade okay but I, i'm just gonna kind of talk talk through just some sure. high points here first right i really enjoyed this i love the design of this house i loved the fact that you die at the end yeah. i love the fact that that they did this really really cool uh uh story with this house and i think for the most part the execution was on
1: Yes. Uh, I don't know. Okay. This is a weird house. I, uh, first, let me say, I, I, I love it this is. house. Here's what's weird about it for me. It's like when I left the first night, I think I, I, I'd I have to go back and listen and and maybe people remember flat out what I said. It's either like my number two or three of the entire event. It's like, oh my God, I love this house, yada, yada, yada. We get a few weeks into it and it's like, oh, you know, it's not bad, but it is what it is. And then we get to the end of the event and I'm like. I can't believe it's leaving. I'm so sad. It, I I went on a, a a very big high arc down to a very low valley and back up to the arc I started with. I and I don't know why. It's I guess well, I don't know. It's I don't know. It's it. Uh, first,
0: there's off, a couple of things. Okay. Let uh, uh, you know. I'm going to start with with a couple of the. Uh, I want to start with the negatives so that I can end with the positives. Okay. How's
1: that? Let's do that. That's what we've been doing. So let's let's keep doing that.
0: So I think for the negatives on me um the facade and the entry it's more of a than an end a facade sorry it is way more than a than a facade it's the entry to this this house the first sort of hallway extension thing where where you go through and they're kind of setting up the story and they've got the screens that are telling you what's going on and it's kind of part of the line um is amazing when it's dark first and- it sucks Walls
1: when it's light. <laughs> yeah right yep yep especially because i didn't realize hunter and i got to experience it when it was dark the first time i don't know when it was it was obviously a day or two after uh i didn't realize that the first hallway that you go through didn't have a ceiling until you go through it during no. the day
0: right and that's, that's the thing, a little weird like at night The the starlight and stuff at night kind of adds this sort of like you're underwater and there's this phosphorescent stuff going on. That's perfect at night, but at the, in the daytime, it's like, oh, I see everything, and this is just like, ah, uh, you welded a couple of eye beams together, huh? Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't and believe sheet metal. I can't. I can't believe how many diehard, not every diehard Halloween Horror Nights fan. So don't write me. How many I? had a firsthand experience i had to point out that the captain in the video recording is the original sex with their tails guy
0: yep um he did a great job i I thought the intro video was pretty good um that is the last i'm going to say good things about the video on this (laughs) side now um that is the second thing the, the only other real negative i have in this in this maze is that they had several places where they were using video screens to emulate what you were seeing in pipes or what you were seeing <gasps> yeah. out in the water. Yeah. 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 And I, and I have a laundry list of things that's wrong with that. Yep. First of all, super static. Yeah. Nothing actually happened and it didn't even distract you. Second of all, way too light. You're supposed to be down in right. the dark deeps. Yep. It should have been dark. Um, and, and thirdly, super missed opportunity of showing these creatures in their their you know bottom half just taking apart a diver or you know you know attacking a pipe and and pulling apart and watching the oxygen escape and just like doing damage to the station and doing you know those are all kinds of things that they could have put on these screens that would have added and, you you know, they could have done a pretty long loop on each one that would have added huge things to this maze and huge, huge creep factor to when am I going to see this creature next? Because right, yep. I see that now it can swim in the depths here <laughs> and it's very happy taking apart our, um, you know, our, our mechs and our whatever we got out there. And it's just fucking decimating our shit. It's decimating our technology. That would have been. Uh, to me, that was a huge missed opportunity, and it, it would not have taken a whole lot of work.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's a good point.
0: But. Okay. This is, all right. <laughs> all that said, all that, that that's my negativity. That mm-hmm. is, that is the things that I wish I could have seen better in this maze. Motherfucker. I loved, <laughs> loved, loved the monster's design.
1: They, in this they- house. This is it's it's it wasn't what I expected the first time I saw it. And I actually really liked it the first time I saw it. Second or third time I took a look at it, I'm like, I'm not sure how I feel. In the end, I did love it. It's 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 the second
0: unique thing that I really loved about this is that the first thing that you really see when you enter the maze is oh, here's here here's a skeleton of the monster you're going to encounter in the rest of this maze have fun yeah. <laughs> like there's that we're not foreshadowing no we are just straight up telling you this fucking thing is going to fuck you up for the next five minutes and they don't disappoint no no um every turn there's monsters every turn there are scares scares per minute this house has it um the, the guys, the growths on their heads were awesome. The dead dog was awesome. The monsters that we're talking about, the shrimpy sort of monsters we're talking about, everywhere they came out at you, those 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 getups. I can't even call them masks, right? Because the get like yeah. It's a whole, yeah. It's a whole Pikachu. suit thing. Had to be hard to work in, and those guys were leaning out over you and leaning into you and had their arms still somehow grabbing at you holy crap i loved loved this house it had the sci-fi aspect that i love it had just i mean people have compared it to alien rightfully so yep. this this actually would have done justice
1: to an alien house there is one big thing that i said the very first run through with hunter and i will say and i've said to the end and i'm saying now what i my favorite aspect about this is the intensity now Patient Zero was intense, frightening from beginning to end. This was intense just an atmosphere. Not as big as scares, but the fact that you constantly had an alarm going and you had a countdown. Now, how realistic that countdown is eh, up for debate. It matter. But but it but it, it it's it put a sense of urgency from the second you stepped in to the second you left. I love the fact that there's just like this this looming deadline that yep doesn't really matter in a haunted house but the fact that this part of the atmosphere really amped up the entire intensity for the feel of this and i like that that's a that's an aspect of these haunted houses that i really like when there's this overall intensive feeling from beginning to end it's something i really enjoy and this one had it this this is the one that had it this year it sucks you in and makes you think yeah i need
0: to get out Right? Like, like, that's what it does. It just sucks you into the story, sucks you into the situation and makes you feel like I need to get out there. Like, this is this, there's an impending doom coming to me. They did it. Yep. And I, yeah, I, I agree with you. This was, this was just an like, every time I walked out of this house, I knew my heart rate was up and I knew that my <laughs> blood pressure was up and I just like, I knew it was, it was going and I just like,
1: I just want to do that again. You and, know? and the final mouth brooder, apart from the stinger scare that walks out oh, at yeah. you with the, with the red light and the fan behind him, that really ultimately does nothing is still really affected. The fact that there's, that's yeah. again, we're playing with scale, we're playing with light, we're playing with perspective and him just walking towards you and, and, the shadows start playing with him, making him bigger than he looks. And the, the light fucks with you. It's a really effective last interaction with that character proper in that house. Really well done.
0: No argument there. Um, I just, I, uh, yeah, that, that whole scene at the end where, uh, and, and I think the, cre- the, the, the creative team really said, this is the first one where you actually die. Yes. like yep. y- <laughs> You're going through this and it's like pressure, pressure, pressure. We're, we're collapsing. We're integrated. And, there's no escape for you. You just, you, you, that's the end of the maze. You're done. You're dead. You're squashed into a million pieces by the pressure <laughs> of the, the ocean outside of you. And it's over for you. Yep. And it's like, that is, is, I was going to say a satisfying ending, but no, it's not. It's an unsatisfying <laughs> ending really. And, and you walk out of there with this unsatisfying feeling and you're like, God damn
1: it. That was good. Anyway,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I, I don't know how else to describe it, but yeah.
1: This 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 really ran the gambit of intensity. It had some good scares. It was a lot of fun. It's it's one of the more well-rounded experience houses for me this year.
0: I that's that's actually a great way to describe it. Um oh, it's, Yeah. Uh, I this is one of those houses like every I don't know. I, I don't even know what the ratio would be for me, but every, you know, every once in a while you go through a house where, uh, and I, and I always point to Roanoke as one of the, <laughs> the examples of this as, as to where it's like, I would, would not mind if they brought back a house in it's, it's like just exactly the way they did again. And this is one of those, those mazes to me where it's like, they could do this again next year. Man, maybe not next year, year after would not complain. Wow. Uh, I, I, I that's how much I like going through this one.
1: Okay, that's cool. Okay, well, that leads to more houses, and I think anyone listening knows what house I went through most, and if you've been playing along, you know that the next one up is the original Graveyard Games. Right. And this, um, is, this is the one I was talking about earlier where I said uh, I, that Yeti was my favorite indoor facade that I might... Uh, I don't know if that's the right word, but some people might disagree... And rightfully so, because Graveyard Games is a phenomenal facade inside as well. I just like getting more.
0: Um, yeah, and to me, uh, the I, I didn't even think of, of mentioning it, but it was the maze that we were talking about previously. Oh, okay. It was, was the one for me, because I, I thought that, that introduction to the, uh, the monster of uh, Depths of Fear right up front, right in the facade, sort of. I counted it as the facade was, was actually much more was very, very chilling to me. Whereas like, yeah, no, we're, we're not hiding this from you. This this is what you're <laughs> going to see. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, To me, that was, that was uh, in the contention for the facade, but I do agree with you. This
1: is an incredible indoor facade. Yeah. And it starts off with the, the whole graveyard, the whole outdoor for indoor thing is just, I mean, that is, that's always impressive to me, especially when it, you forget you you clearly walk through a door. I mean, there's (laughs) no denying it and the fact that it, that uh, you forget right away is always impressive. So well done on that. And (laughs) this, uh, uh, the first character we see Sid and I love the, let's just just say how much I love the fact that Sid and Nancy are the characters names. It's just (laughs) uh, whether that's official or unofficial, I will take it because being the, uh, the s- s- late 70s early 80s punk rock culture that I grew up in uh, how could I not love the fact that they're called Sid and Nancy but th- that's well,
0: okay so the Nancy one I think at least is confirmed because I believe her name is on the the phone screen oh that, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah
1: I think you're right yep
0: yeah. Yep. So I think it is the Nancy one is confirmed. The Sid one maybe not, but but
1: I'm pretty I'm sure taking it's it. Yep. Nancy and yeah. the the fact that I don't know what I was going to say the, the, the he's he was a unique character too. He wasn't mic per se. He, he no. The, the, I have seen a character improv, but let's take the improv out of it. He wasn't mic'd, but he was he had a lot more stage area than his characters typically get. In houses, very much, and so, that was yeah. unique. I thought I haven't it seen was, that it if was. I if I haven't if I've seen it before. It's been a very long time. Uh,
0: yeah, I can't argue that. I mean, he had a lot of room to run around in, and he had a lot of different places to hide. Um, like I don't think I ever walked through this one where he was hiding in the same place twice. Right. Yep. You know, so he had a bunch of different boo-holes, to, or, or boo-holes, I guess, um, props to hide behind, and you know he would come at you with different lines, he would come at you with different triggers and stuff like that, and uh, it, annoying as fuck,
1: but that was the whole <laughs> point of the character. Exactly, yeah. And
0: so extremely well executed. Yes,
1: yep. So... I obviously loved the graveyard. I did love going through the, I guess, the graveyard walls, the crypt. I don't even know what you would call that. At first, at, I will say, when I saw the graf- graffiti in those first walls, I'm like, wow, they overdid it in this. This is now this is from the perspective of my first run through. Once I got into the story, it made more sense that the the fact that it was so much and so defiled which is a word the characters or the soundtrack used in this it 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 all fell into place so much better this is this is a this is i've this is a phrase i've said more than once in this this is another rare house for me that the story is a very long burn it actually takes Mm -hmm. you to get through the entire house to get the story and it ramps up in my opinion again for me it ramps up the more you go through it like the further you get through it in one run it gets more intense it gets scarier and then that last room if we want to jump to that is like fuck you get me the hell out of here yes um uh, I I agree with
0: you. I think the first my first run through was the same thing. My first thoughts at least were the same thing where it's like, oh wow, you really wanted to overdo the yeah. graffiti in this and just make sure that they that you knew they were tagging it. And then I'm like, you know, when I thought about it later, I'm like, no, no, it's they've been repeatedly tagging this. It wasn't the first few times they did this. This isn't the first this is like something where these fucking kids have made this a habit. They have made this their fucking playground. Yeah. That's why the ghosts are pissed off. It's not the first few infractions because kids will be kids and the (laughs) ghosts get that. It's like, no, no, these ghosts aren't actually bad. It's the kids that are fucked, (laughs) you know? And I think that's really where this shit. I just elbowed a cat. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. She snuck up on me. It's it's okay. Um, and, And, and I think that's really where this story kind of surprised me where it's like, the ghosts and ghouls aren't really the bad guys. They've put up with a lot yeah, of shit. Right? They yeah. put up with a lot of stuff and now they're using the only thing they've got left to fight back and it ain't going to be pretty. <laughs>
1: you know? uh, I think my biggest takeaway from this house was the diversity in the character design. Um, it, at first, I, I, I'll be completely honest. At first, uh, the first room, really the first room of scary creatures you go into gave me a real um, poltergeist vibe. It's the decaying mm, yes. bodies. But the further we went in, the more diverse it got. We got the, the smiling... Kind of oh, um, the smilers, yeah. The smilers, yeah. That's a good way to say it. Smilers, we got uh, the watching.
0: Uh, watching Shelby with the smilers was one of the highlights <laughs> of my yeah. event. I got a story. As much
1: <laughs> we'll as this. much
0: as the as much as the clowns fucked me up, the smilers fucked her up, and it was awesome.
1: Uh, I got a story. Once I get through <laughs> my, okay. my 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 uh, assessment here, you got the smilers. You got into the cat the uh, statue room where there's always the one mm. uh, statue, which I knew where it was, but it still got me mm. more times than not. Then you got into the room with all the children, and I tended to forget exactly what two or three children were characters, and and then the the, the probably the most effective room, the, absolutely fucking nothing happened. It was pitch black, but you the wherever they placed the speakers and however they recorded the soundtrack <laughs> for that
0: room was amazing i know exactly what you're talking about yep. and that was yes that was actually one of the creepier rooms that the the entire event had i really um it was just like is entirely sound based, and yep. and it it kind of evoked uh, a little bit of um, Patient Zero last year, where it was like Patient Zero was obviously ins- entirely sight based. This was entirely sound based, and it was just like they're very much zeroing in on one sense and just going, "We're depriving you of all your other senses. Here's something to listen to." Uh huh.
1: Yep. A- and it worked. It worked. It worked. It worked phenomenally. <laughs> yes. Now the Smilers. Let's talk about this for a second. Now I think <laughs> I'm going to say it by by no short order the one of the reasons I went to this the second most out of all the houses was because of Shelby. Shelby and I we probably spent more time at this Halloween Horror Nights than. Maybe any other, maybe the first year we met was a little more, but this was definitely more than last year. But, of course, last year she was a a standby character, so that just by nature, we weren't going to spend as much time together. We saw each other a lot this year, which was great, which is great. One of my best friends in Florida, obviously, she's been part of the show, and, and, well, we we know our history of Shelby. But this was one she was
0: actually, I was going to say, it was like my my best night at Halloween Horror Nights was the the one night I got
1: to go with Shelby was that was yep. it was hands down we we just uh, yeah we tore that place apart yep. and this is the one she almost always wanted to go into and i would say yeah. i mean yeah absolutely i'll, I'll go it was all we get to hang out uh in sure. fact my, my very last night the last thing her and i did together for the season was graveyard games now nice. <laughs> i don't know what night it was it was late in the season and i don't know what happened I honestly don't know what happened. We got to the smiler room. We got to the room where mm-hmm. the smilers, there was one on the left and then one on the the right, but the right's biggest window was, was more forward. But, well, I, I'll get to that in a minute. I don't know why I have, to this day, have no idea why the conga line stopped dead right there with Shelby <laughs> between those two. <laughs> and she did the thing where she like, like, she had her, I think her thumbs in her ears, even though there was no sound thing to do with it. No, no. I know what she did. She did the blinders on the side of her glasses. Oh, yeah, And she yes. kept looking down, and she kept crouching lower, and she kept crouching lower, lower, and they cut on, and the one on the right, which hit their biggest bull hole was forward, they managed to, I don't know how the fuck this character contorted himself, to get out of that bull <laughs> hole and get under Shelby as she was doing the blinders. I i'll be honest i felt equally bad as That's equally, equally awesome. entertained as i was yeah. to see this happen yeah. and oh, it's like and it got God. to the point where it's like everyone in front of her saw what was going on and and, and it, it was <laughs> at one point i was like are the people in front of her not paying attention as a line moved and i like kind of look over them you know, i'm a pretty tall guy i could see over them i was like yeah. no the fucking line's not moving i don't know what happened we were stuck there for the longest time I've ever been stuck in a conga line and of all places it was there. And with all people is with Shelby. It was Shelby.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Cause, cause yeah, as I mean, as bad as I would, I mean, she got to see me through an entire <laughs> exactly, maze, yep. the, cl- the clown maze, but, but just the, the, the sequence of the smilers watching her was just, yeah, that was, I, I know what she felt like mm-hmm. when she watched me through the clown maze, watching her through that. Yep. Cause, cause they, uh, for some reason they just, they affected her that way.
1: Now, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention, and I know I have nothing to say about it, the game that went on with this, the Graveyard Games and the social media interaction. I I went all those nights that I opened the show with and really didn't do anything with that because it didn't take me long to go, oh, fuck this. <laughs> this is not for me. This is clearly so, for a generation much younger than me.
0: Yeah. Uh, obviously, same for, same for me. Yeah. Um, I did look it up a little more. Uh, I didn't while I was there and I wasn't doing, but then I was curious because when I left, I was like, there's no gamification of this. So I looked it up and I I started reading about it and reading about the storyline and all that stuff. And it's actually, there's like a super interesting storyline in the back back, uh, or in all of that Facebook interaction stuff. And um, I, I read through it. Once and I just it was like oh well that's really kind of cool I didn't get any of that don't care because this maze was awesome anyway but um yeah I think this that's part of that if this is part of the event that is probably going to start eclipsing me um because I don't do face fuck and I don't do <laughs> a lot of social media I I just, I just don't I it, it's not my thing yeah um yep I I'm a very for me mostly for online I'm, I'm pretty private right Uh, so i i just that's not my thing and so i i appreciate them adapting for the times and i think that it's amazing that they're doing this kind of stuff and they're they're building out there because it's one of the things that this show has uh, has always done is appreciated the backstories and gone into them and dug into that the lore of, of everything they're building up and i think that that this is 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 going to be their next generation of lore where yep. they're building a lot of this stuff in games and online stuff and i really really appreciate that and i hope that they continue to do that i'm just not the audience
1: right yep i uh, the- I want to
0: consume this from some other podcast that plays these games.
1: Yes, that's, that's, what, that's, I, that's what I, I am do, as right? well. And there was a little bit of fear in the back of my mind that I'm not going to get the full experience of this house by not doing that. But it, the honestly, that maybe even the first based. run through, yeah, it, it was like okay, that's it's that it it's not a problem. So.
0: No. No, oh, not at all. You, you still get it, and you still get those those social media uh, effects from the store, from from the maze, and the the story, and all that stuff. And and yeah, I'm I'm actually looking forward to somebody else who has gone through every stitch of this this social media story, putting out a podcast or something like that, where I can listen or read and and get every freaking detail of this story. I would love to to subscribe to your podcast or your blog if you've written something up because let me know um oh yeah let me know because i think this was awesome
1: yep i'm happy they did it it's i'm not the target audience and i'm also happy that i didn't really miss anything out on enjoying the house by not getting into it bingo and i will say Again, I'll bring Shelby up in this house again. Shelby, the who prides herself on knowing every detail about everything, <laughs> I pointed out to her the Patrick Braillard and Charles Gray accounts on that screen that she said she didn't think was there. And I was like, ha, luck!" because they were there on our last run-through. I was like, and I just strutted, I, out, of that. I- I strutted out of that house like Vince McMahon walking down the ramp at WWE. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, um,
0: you know... For, for me, it was like Shelby even saying, Oh, yeah, I don't get scared in these houses. <laughs> I, I don't get scared in any of these houses. Yeah, walking behind her through the smiler section. Yeah. Oh, Shelby honey, does you get scared.
1: She does a really unique thing when she gets scared, and that she's she she draws her arms into her, her hands under her chin and she does that uncomfortable smile. It's like she's smiling, but you know, she's not happy, which yeah, she works. Big time! Yeah, it was. It was like I've never seen you. Like I've known you for years now. We've done hard nights since we've met. I've never seen this side of you. I'm actually enjoying mm-hmm. this. Yep,
0: and <laughs> especially because we did it after clowns. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, um, she got her fix. I got my fix. We're evenish. Uh, evenish. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh. <Ish>. Our- <laughs> Well
0: Well we were we were even ish at the point that point in the night and then we hit the whiskey. Oh Jesus God, We'll talk shit. about
1: that when we get to Monsters of Mayhem, because that's where uh, all right. or, uh, Monsters That's not even correct. It was a Halloween Marathon of Mayhem. <laughs> I it's I've monsters, said it wrong all fucking season. Why, why yeah, should this whatever. be any different? Okay. Right? So actually this is what it's on my mind. Last house, the house I went through most. No surprise to anybody. And if it is, you haven't been listening. Universal yeah. Monsters. Oh my God.
0: So, again, uh, we're going to start with any criticisms we have. Okay. And I do have a couple. Um, but I am going to preface this with, I believe this, to me, is as close to a perfect <laughs> maze as they have ever
1: done. You know, it's funny. I said that last year about, um, patient zero, and I'm going to agree with you and say that again, myself this year, because I just, I could not get enough of this.
0: I mean, I I said it about patient zero too, and I I think that they topped it. I I really, really do for, for many different reasons. And I I think it's hard to compare those two because they're, they're very different animals. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the, the negatives here, and I'm just going to go quickly because uh, it, it's there's only like two points that I really have to make. Um, some of this was very timing based. Mm-hmm. I did get to see almost all of the good timing through every walkthrough I had, with one exception. And I think this is the complete weakest link of this maze was Quasimodo. Um, okay. I believe Hunchback was the weakest link of this maze because that uh, experience. A was not that scary, and B, um, so timing based, and so if you missed it by seconds, you walked through a, a room that you thought was fucking empty. Yeah. Yep. You You're know? right. You're not wrong. Uh, and, and, and I think, uh, I think that is is the weak point of the entire experience. That said, I still think this is close to a perfect house as they've done. Again, not gonna argue with you. So, let's talk about that first scare. Okay, <laughs> that first real scare. The that's the Wolfman Bungee. Ah, oh. holy cock knocker! That was fucking amazing. And uh, I I went through it the first time, and I got that full experience of the Wolfman just coming, bam, straight at you. Holy shit! I'm like, <laughs> uh, like I got goosebumps at this point, right? The second time I come through it, I see I come in and I see the Wolfman coming through the 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 aperture, just basically in front of me and slinging back. And I'm like, ah, fuck, I missed the Wolfman. And then no, he's just like straight back at you and just boom again. That whoever that guy was, he slept
1: well that night. What was I, I love. Well, I love everything about this maze. the The last time we saw, well, ah, okay, no, it, that's true. The last time we saw uh, Universal Monsters was twenty five, and the um, uh, what is it? The Wolfman uh, scare. That was the equivalent of that was a, a another hole in the wall looking at the woods and the moon, and he just yeah. moved from stage right to stage left or vice versa, which was uh-huh. okay and with a good trigger. It's good. It was fine. Time. This was that ramped up on steroids. It was, it was something I didn't know I needed it until I saw it. I didn't know they could do it until I saw it. <laughs>
0: right
1: this is true too you know and he got I, I, so close it's like the, those but oh the, 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 the 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 two cast members and maybe there was a fire crew in there somewhere but they just got so damn good at getting their foot on the very edge of that and swiping at you and then drifting back it was it, yeah that was just a those. Fucking hell of a way to start the maze. There's a couple things before that. There was the graveyard. I yeah, wanted every one of those tombstones. Yeah. Yeah, there was the wolfman, so gargoyle. But the real first monster scare was that werewolf. And what a fucking mm-hmm. way to start this house! Oh my god, yeah. Um, I, I um,
0: like uh, it's hard to, to talk about this because I just want to babble on about how <laughs> right? good it was. And, and I saw I saw multiple casts doing this, and it was just like those guys seem to be having some of the most fun at their jobs in the entire event. Yeah. They were just, they were just banging it out and they were just, it was, I mean, and I get it. Cause like, if I'm young and I got a bungee cord on me and I can just fucking scare the shit out of people. kicking oh, by, by yeah. myself around a bungee. Fuck. Yeah. I'm going to have fun doing that. And they did. They like, those are the guys that were just like, Holy shit. They were having fun doing that. Yeah. Uh, It was great. Loved, loved it.
1: (laughs) Loved it. It's Well, actually, you know what's funny? You know, I I don't mean to backtrack, but I'm going to backtrack. Let's talk about, we talked about how much the Sprung Tent entrances have uh, improved and how much Tent 3 has improved. For what they could do so far with this new building, this new addition to Halloween Horror Nights, the second parade building, it's a vast improvement from seeds as well. I, I, granted, it's just a giant sticker and a projection, but hell, how effective was it when you were going into that house?
0: I agree to disagree. Oh, okay. Right. Um, I, I thought that the the fact that you could at least sit in seeds line and and read some good backstory and stuff was pretty cool. Oh, right. Yeah, it wasn't for everybody, but, you know, you could see the school bus and you could, you know, they were setting you up for what you were getting and all that stuff. And this was just like a really static image showing a very cool poster of what you were getting into. I I, I was not a f- fan, nor did I dislike okay. it. it. It was just, it was just one of those things where it's like, I don't think that's the most creative thing that they're going to come up with for this facade. Well, that's, this, that is true. The, yeah. This building.
1: Yep. Um, oh, <laughs> I, I I thought that was one of the few cop outs. I will. S- okay. This, you can't deny. They finally figured out how to fucking use the expression put the express line in with the uh oh jesus christ yes (laughs) Yes. (laughs) because man was that did that suck last year i mean i don't mean to be it sounds a little elitist to say i had to get into the switchbacks with the regular line Uh, but i mean
0: it's it's not elitist it's it's one of those ops observations i think that we've made and they they have recognized uh what what mistake they made the last year and they fixed, they it, fixed it and, up. um, you know, ops ops did a really good job figuring all that stuff out and, and improving it from last year. And I think they did a great job.
1: There's even a cycle. And it just, there's even a psychological component to that because there's many times where I was at the very close to the front, if not in the front of the express line, and we waited a good amount of time, but the mm-hmm. fact that you knew you were next when they released that line made you feel better than getting a line between uh, behind 200 people there's that whole psychological sure. component to it
0: yeah uh, and and it's just um it can seem elitist to to be like oh well the express blah 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 but the thing is you know uh the other side of that is we pay a lot for express yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not cheap um it basically more than doubles your ticket price for the event or for whatever ticket you buy expresses is is more than double that so you're paying for what you get and you know when when they did it last year it was it didn't really feel like you were getting (laughs) your express money's worth uh as much and this year that was solved and they they did a really good job. And so I credit the ops team for, for recognizing it and, and fixing it. It's great.
1: I can't tell you how many middle-aged guys in tracksuits suits. I saw get out of line and ask an attendant if they were in the right line last year. <sighs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so, okay, back to the house. So, okay, we did the quasi motor thing. You're right. It's, it's probably the weakest link, but when you got to see him lower in or go away, it was good, but that's kind of, my complaint with the Yeti is that you had to be there at the right time. Mm. Really at the right, mm-hmm. well, obviously the right place is that room at the right time.
0: So, move so me- I guess my complaint about Quasimodo was like one out of every 20 customers saw it.
1: Yes. It's that is got
0: the good effect of it. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's really the problem with it is like, and, and even when he was down and not doing anything, it, it, he wasn't doing anything. He
1: didn't have anything to do when he wasn't, Lowering <laughs> or, or raising, raising
0: back up to the rafters. It was, it was right. Yeah, it was very. So, eh. so yeah, uh, uh, that, that was, and, and, you know, it's a miss. Like we got to call a spade yeah. for a spade. That, well, that, that is the, uh, one of the few misses in this maze. Let me give the positives of that room though. His makeup
1: was fantastic. Absolutely. The shaft to the left, the mirror effect was one uh-huh. of the best mirror drops they've done Probably since uh since twenty six in Ghost Town. That there was during in the mining area there was a great mirror effect. I love that one. I love this one just as much as that.
0: I agree. And um for for how long that took us to, to <laughs> figure you you should listen to the end credits. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I totally agree. I think they this and this is one of the things where uh you can see the creative team has taken something they've done in the past and gone yeah that was really good we fucking nailed that but we can do better yep and they did yep
1: now out of there we get into the creature from black lagoon area which i've heard a ton of criticism about and i could not disagree more for many reasons one i think i was very lucky that i always got a creature every run through no matter what more more than one many times and two it's costume for one of my favorite universal monsters ever is about the best i could hope for and it just like stood there and was like this i that is amazing i want that how do i buy it and when can i pick it up yeah right (laughs) um the
0: those two things plus i think that um i think a lot of the the criticism that comes from this is that um people kind of miss the uh uh, the factor of, you know, the Creature from the Black Lagoon had a lot of these deep, silent sort of, uh, uh, uh how am I trying to say this? Waiting scares where where it's like like the, the suspense is building, and and I think they tried to to kind of embrace that where it's like. You know, you, you you've you gone into a sort of a quiet area, and it's gloomy, and it's like it's they've got all of the lighting effects going on, and if you looked up, it was really cool as well in this yep. section, because it was completely roofed, by the way, and and a lot of people didn't look up, and there was some th- some great stuff up in the top, and the creatures that came out at you, you're right, the costumes were t- awesome, but I think that's what part of what people weren't. Um, Okay, let me rephrase. I think that's part of of what people's expectations were not there for, having the creature be this kind of like this deep, gloomy, sort of uh, almost emo character that he is, right? I mean, he's kind of the birth of emo, really. (laughs) Okay, sure. You know, because it's it's this deep, gloomy silence that you're looking at because he's underwater most of the time. And when he finally breaches, you know, that's when the mayhem happens. But I don't know. I thought they paid... A, a very good homage to this character. Yeah. I thought the scares were there, and the, the 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 what was it? Three creatures that came out were mm-hmm. were pretty good. It was timing based. If you it didn't was, get a yeah. creature, yeah. If you didn't get a creature, it's, it was kind of like, all right, I walked through a sea cavern. Oh, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, but walking through a sea cavern, you felt like you were in one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think you know. this was a more effective underwater feeling than uh, the thing they were trying to do with Jason versus Freddy. If they had done what they did with Creature from the Black Lagoon, that would have paid off more in 25.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Th- this, was, this was by far and away to me. Mm, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Because while cause I, I, well, I was just thinking back to a couple of different uh, scenes that we've seen, I was going to say by far and away the most believable underwater scene that we've had. But that's not true because there was things in The Forsaken that were better. And, yeah. you know, there were there were, there were were other things that, that made me believe as much as this that I was underwater. But this was good. Yeah. This was really, really good. And the, you hit it straight up that the costumes for the creature were just god the detail was yeah, amazing no. wasn't
1: it yes it was yeah yeah and it was head to toe because they weren't picking out of boo holes they stepped out no no they you. came
0: right out yeah yep. like like th- this was this was probably better costumes than the movie had <laughs> you're probably right actually no i i believe well, I, I, I yeah fully believe it's this 60 years later so sure the yep. <laughs> that's the thing right and and but it was still very true to the to the creature and very true to the 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 iconic creature I would say. Yep. Beautiful, beautiful area of the maze. It was. It, it satisfied everything
1: I wanted from the creature. Yep. And then and this this might be my least favorite Universal monster, but my God, that I love not only the room but the design of these monsters. The mummy. The mummy was phenomenal. <sighs> The mummy it takes a, a lot mummy. for me to like the classic mummy. I mean, we actually did, we reviewed the movie a couple seasons yeah. ago. I just do not like that movie. I could never get into it. It's very slow. I don't like the yeah. design. I don't like the character. This one I liked. I liked a lot.
0: Um, and, and I hate to be repeating, uh, grim grinning hosts. <laughs> I, I, I listened to them. So I'm trying not to repeat a lot of the, the high points they hit. Cause you should go just listen to grim grinning host. They did a great wrap up. But um, there was definitely repeats uh, or set repeats here from oh, <laughs> uh, Tomb <laughs> yeah, of the Ancients. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, no, I know so. I, I, I recognized two two of the walls for sure. I recognized as just straight up Tomb of the Ancients repeats. So um, good on them for you reusing those. But uh, yeah, um, I, I know how you feel about the Mummy movie, and I feel kind of the same way. However, I've read so many different mummy interpretations in in books Mm. and stuff mummy is one of my favorite characters just because of this this sort of idea of of you know this this desiccated corpse keeping its soul (laughs) and 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 sort of keeping its its identity intact because it's not quite fucking dead right and then becoming a real creature again and just is such an interesting idea to me that i I really love the mummy stories and and the derivative mummy stories and this did not
1: disappoint yeah I was it was yeah it was a great room. And then yeah. now here's gonna here's be- where it's going to get difficult to talk about. We get in the Dracula area. Oh fuck that bastard did not get <laughs> <Yeah>. anybody. <laughs> we get all that. I mean we got Dracula here's here's this is this is uh, uh again, I don't I just don't know I can't find the right phrase. But um Dracula is supposed to be the main the main attraction, but it mm-hmm. but by far the second Dracula based room is my favorite of the Dracula tales. The the brides are great. I when when I get all three brides from every direction, it's utter chaos that room with the bodies above your head and the warm water dripping on you might be oh one of the best God. rooms they've ever done for me. Well,
0: let's talk about the original Dracula. Okay. Room All right. First, okay. Uh, the first Dracula room first, because it comes first. Um You get an introduction to the, the vampire realm by, Dracula you have not seen before right. in Halloween Horror Nights. Um we have we had Dracula untold, we've had you know several different renditions of Dracula all across Halloween Horror Nights. This is not new. Uh however, the 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 way that his his skin was pulled back and yeah. the way that um they they created this this Dracula monster the, to the gaping to fucking maw. frighten you <laughs> Right. The gaping mod to fucking frighten you. And they goddamn well succeeded. Um, this was the most frightening Dracula we have seen at Halloween Horror Nights, period. And I will you know, I'll stake my whatever on that. Um, <laughs> I will agree with you. When you pass that and you ask them for your money because you should. <laughs> <right>? um, <laughs> when you pass that and you've gotten your money or you haven't, because I didn't, um, you get into the bride's room that yes. is where the horror of vampires and the Dracula legend is actually really given to you. Because in the front room, it was just Dracula eating one body. Yeah. That's not a big deal. It's, it's scary, and it's, it's, it's a fucking legend to live up to, and the brides fucking lived up to it. This is literally a carnal house of fucking blood and bodies and shit hanging from the ceilings and trails. The brides come out at you from different levels. Uh, uh, this was one of the best rooms in the event
1: period. This room is I awesome. Thought.
0: Yeah. I uh, the, the. And, the, and the water <laughs> dripping, the water dripping just adds to it, right? Yep. Cause it's like, it's like these corpses are bleeding on you Yes, and, right. and, and, and you're walking through this and, and holy shit. Like um, normally, you know, when we talk about the brides of vampire, they're pretty and they're they bust, busty women in there. They, not these girls. I mean, these girls, they're pretty. They, they may but they may have had it going on, and, but they were scarier. Yes, fucking right. Blood yeah. all over them, and they were there to fucking eat you. Um, it was it was awesome. It was this is, this, is, this
1: is one of the best rooms of the entire event, if not the best room for me. I,
0: I I'm not I can't argue with you. Yeah, I love like, this like room. that that straight up was was the room that that just sent the chills down my spine um every time I walked through it. Like just literally just put chills down my spine.
1: Um yeah. Yep. And then uh we also have the Phantom Room. Great reuse <laughs> of some the, the mirror room yeah. props that we've seen before, but it worked really well with this. Reimagined character, I thought.
0: I think this was the goriest mask in HHN.
1: Okay, I I see where you're coming from
0: with that. Yep, I think I think that the Phantom was the goriest mask in HHN, and I think that they took a character that everyone thought was going to be milk toast, and just fucking put it in your face as to what his face actually looked like. Right, and and just like. Every time you turned around, there was either a character or a mirror with that yes. eye and that that dis you know that that desiccated face and that that stripped skin face looking at you and moving and
1: just holy shit, dude! That was <laughs> that was so much fun. It was yes, it's it's like Phantom is probably like the my. Um what i know least about as far as universal monsters so it was nice to really be able to enjoy that without having to identify anything in particular so yeah it was that that was that was a really fun room as well which leads I, in oh go ahead I, I was just gonna say i i mean that one
0: that was one of my favorite rooms of the really? entire event wow but, okay yeah, I, I mean i just I, I had so little expectation for the Phantom, and when they did that, and they they gave me the goriest face in the in the event for the Phantom, I was like, sh- like re- bowing down, man. That that's like, <laughs> holy shit! That is that is taking a, a character that that it was what I had hoped they would do with Quasimodo, okay, and didn't they did with the Phantom? Like they they took this character that was that was just kind of. Like I said, milk toast and just fucking threw it
1: in your, literally
0: threw it in your face.
1: Just banging. Yeah. Yep. And that, uh, well, I, I don't know if I'm doing this in order. I'm trying my best. Uh, I've been throwing it enough that I, th- I think I got it close. Um, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> this whole. I like the design, the redesign of Frankenstein that it's the Frankenstein's monster that it's recognizable, but they did a little alteration to his face, but I like even more the reversal of story. They did on this. They added a new element to this where the creature Uh, gets his, the monster gets his revenge on his creator. I wasn't expecting that. I had no idea that was coming and it was fucking awesome.
0: Um, uh, this room has has a special place in my heart for um, the unfortunate trio of women ahead of me. <laughs> that uh, oh my god, the Frankenstein's monster popped out of his boo hole and scared the living fuck out of these women, and they were backing into me literally backing into me and he kept coming at them. And then finally he was starting to retreat and they went, you know, halfway into the room and he popped right the fuck back out and he just kept coming at them. And then they're in the middle of the room and, and they don't know where to go. And and this, this whatever dangly thing above them is, is starting to make noise. And then they're trying to get between him and that. Holy <laughs> shit. I laughed so goddamn hard at this. And that character. I mean, I was – because I knew that at this point in the event, I was getting shooed through a lot. So I was trying to, you know, I was trying to keep up with the women and trying to get them through. And that dude was laughing so fucking hard when he went back into his boo hole because him and I made eye contact. And he was just fucking (laughs) like his whole body was chuckling as he fucking Mm. backed into his boo hole. And he's shaking his head and he's just laughing. And the thing is, is that set me up for like, I'm like, I'm laughing. I'm having a good time. And then the bride just fucking bam, uh, we'll get to- <laughs> hits you. I
1: will. Holy- I have some oh. things to say about the bride. I do want to mention that I, I said in our 22 coverage, one of my most, the frightening moments of my HHN tenure Was the universal monsters house in 22, the Frankenstein's monster area where he came down that hallway Mm -hmm. and crashed through the beams. There was a similar hallway. It wasn't three beams. It was three curtains that he pushed out of the way. I'm going to tell you when you got him charging at you, that's fucking equally as frightening as what I experienced in 22 because he got me a couple times Mm -hmm. in that, that one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now the bride, my all time Uh hands down favorite universal monster ever. Every single bride through every run, both brides, I mean, there's one coming later we haven't gotten to, absolutely gorgeous. Casting was dead on. The costume, the makeup, phenomenal. I couldn't have been any happier with the representation of my favorite all-time universal monster. Absolutely every single one of them just were perfect. Perfect.
0: And for all of those listening to this episode that listened to our movie episodes and were wondering what Matt's all-time favorite was, (laughs) it's
1: just been revealed right now. There it is. Yep, I was so happy that I didn't mind my ears ringing when the scream trigger went right off in my ear because I got to see one of the phenomenal brides every time that happened. I absolutely loved it. And
0: and I I mean this this might be a little controversial, but I don't give a fuck. But I actually <laughs> like the fact that they put a little bit of hot house into this, where you know the brides had the midriffs and the you know they were they were definitely sexy brides of of Frankenstein. Um, I actually didn't mind that because I think that's part of of Halloween Horror Nights and it's part of the party and it's part of of what Halloween Horror Nights does. And for them to throw that a little bit of that, just a, it wasn't that much. It was just it a tiny bit. Right. In, into the, the classic monster maze, I thought that was awesome. And I appreciate them doing that. Um, and if that's, you know, if that's not your thing, fine, whatever, but I thought it was pretty good.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> well, actually that, I, I mean, I, the bride's the last character we see, but we actually skipped a room or at least a, a segment to talk about. We have the finale where we have everybody. Everybody, yeah, everybody, which was awesome. There was, I, I'm oh, not going to say shit. every time I went through, I didn't always have every character, but I did. Damn near though. Yeah. I mean, I had them enough and my very last run through, I had all of them, which is great. And I, and, and maybe it's my memory, but I think the very last character you get in that room is the bride or maybe that's just how my memory it is. is nope, it? No, okay. that's,
0: that's, it is the, the, the bride is the very last character you get in that room and, and for good reason, she's yep. an amazing character. Yep. But, yeah, it was like, it's like you get through this maze and you're like, holy shit, I have seen everything I ever wanted to see in a universal monstrous maze. And they're like, oh, hold that thought. Um, yeah. Have you ever thought about uh, <laughs> just seeing them all at the same time in like literally three seconds? Yeah. No. Oh, here have this.
1: Holy fuck. That yep. was so much fun. I mean, there was just, this the stinger scare of Frankenstein's monster at the end, but not everyone got yeah. him. The, uh, no, I, th- I think no, the, the it official didn't matter. Yeah, the official one was the bride was the last one and that's yeah. how it should be. Yep. I
0: just uh this was literally as close to
1: a perfect maze as they have ever done. I knew I was going to like this maze. Let's be honest. It's like there's really sure, not a whole lot they could do for me not to like it. But what they Same. did was just so overwhelmingly good for me, and it's uh, so much of what I wanted, and then more, and then even more than that. Uh, it's, uh, th- th- this house is is is, is I, I we're two weeks out. I've had time to think about it. I said it. I think in the last, if I didn't say in the last episode, episode I said it somewhere along the way. I think this might be my favorite house I've ever been to in twenty one years. I'm still saying that two weeks later with it behind me and thinking about all the years I went this, I think this is my favorite house I've ever been through in Halloween Horror Nights.
0: That's, it's a bold strategy. Cotton. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm trying to think of a competitor. and, And right now off the top of my head, uh, with this still pretty fresh in my, my head, I can't, I can't come up with one. Yeah. It's um what I'm hoping and 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 praying right now is that you know we have these rumors can kind of confirmed rumors that there's going to be a universal monsters section in the new epic yep right and they could literally just take this house put it into epic put a put castle around it or something and have an instant fucking hit yep yes they could. And I would go every year just to see it sort of thing.
1: I was super surprised. uh, We talked about this as well, that we got universal monsters in 29, because I expected it in 30. Now, well, now with it, having we've seen what it actually is, plus the fact that Epic is coming and plus that it's not really the biggest secret that there's going to be a universal monsters section area. It's going to be, More of a surprise for me in 30 if we don't get monsters again, because I think they're going to remind everyone this is our thing. Horror, classic horror. These monsters are our monsters, and we're going to give it to you year in and year out until Epic opens. I think we're ramping up to what Epic is going to give us in their land. So it surprised me in 29. Now it'll surprise me more if we don't get it in 30 and maybe every year until Epic opens. But how do you get better? i don't know that you do (laughs) you put it in a soundstage and make it longer
0: okay i'm good for that get give quasimodo his due yeah there you go you know um um, maybe bring in a few of the other more esoteric monsters or or characters even right shall we say like like a van helsing or or whatever um yeah no I, i i think that you're you're onto something there like double it um make it double the length it would would absolutely be good because shit what we got was amazing yep yes
1: love it loved it loved it loved it
0: <sighs> loved it too all right <laughs> we do still have
1: a couple of things coming. Yeah, we do yes we do um
0: let's slam into scare zones
1: okay i'll let you take the lead on this i love the houses
0: all right um I'm gonna do this by my list. How's okay. that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I, you know, yeah, we, I figure we did almost, almost by your list on the houses, not quite. Um, but I'm gonna go just by my list because I think this is the easiest way to to cover the scare zones. And I'm gonna go lowest to highest, obviously. Um, my biggest disappointment of HHN twenty nine period was Zombieland two
1: yeah um our list met so far
0: yeah so um i i was hoping to see a lot of cool things in zombie land and unfortunately first of all they didn't use the fingers of <laughs> of um new york they didn't didn't expand to where i thought they could have yep. um i thought that they didn't use the rules effectively um that giant fucking amazing set piece that they built was inert and did nothing <laughs> yes. and was an incredible disappointment. Um, pretty much this entire zone was a disappointing advertisement for Zombieland 2. It was. And, and it it topped it off with the freaking set piece where you could take a picture of you in the Zombieland 2 <laughs> poster, which was just, uh, that was the creme de la creme of, of crap. I will say... It did have one redeeming quality, which was the urinals.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're that, that was kind of fun. Or that was, was porta potties, or
0: whatever you want, yeah, yeah. what you want to call them. Yeah, the porta potties, what do you want to call them? The porta potties was was kind of fun. It was fun to watch what uh, people go up and, and try and open them and, yeah. and stuff like that. I, I thought that was that was if the rest of the zone had taken that initiative and, and done those types of things, I would have been way happier unfortunately it didn't and uh yeah um there was there was a couple of good characters i will say that there was this shtick where you could ask the bill murray with the golf (laughs) club to to lead you through the scare zone and he would um so so there were a couple of cool things i'm not gonna totally diss on it but uh, unfortunately it was just it was not my uh i looked forward to it
1: it disappointed. It's an unfortunate reminder that Halloween Horror Knights is or the the entity behind it is a corporation and they were using the opportunity to promote their movie and so be it. I mean that's just the way it goes. It's it but it's but after years of not really having that in your face, it kind of stood out like a sore thumb this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, it really did. Um and, and like I said, I love the movies. Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't seen the second one yet, but I love the movie. Um, I just, this this didn't stick nope, for me. No, nope, me neither. Um. So the next two okay. are hard, are, are really hard. Um, It's just really hard for me to pick one over the other, but I just did. So uh, number four comes in at Anarchy, not mm. because it deserves to be number four um it doesn't it really doesn't deserve to be a number four because i thought an arcade was so much fun the video game aspect was awesome the characters and the stilt walkers were amazing oh god chainsaw the chainsaw team there was amazing those glowing chainsaws and all that shit it, it was great and not only that it was probably the best use of that zone in God damn! Almost a decade. That's
1: that's well, not a decade because twenty four was Masquerade, which well, okay. is fucking awesome.
0: Right. I, okay, so so not quite a decade, but half a decade. Yeah. Then. Yep. Um, like for for five six years, yeah. this is the best use of that zone. Um, and and I don't have really any negative
1: things to say about it. Uh, the, I did like I love the characters. I love the lighting effects. I love everything. I don't know what it was about those stilt characters with the with the neon sunglasses they were so alluring i have no I idea what they fully look like or how attractive they are i'm sure they're insanely attractive but something sure. about something about the neon and the glasses were like god and that's damn, the that's thing alluring. about those that's the thing about those still walkers. Like, okay. They had a little cleavage showing, which is, well, is always a even really, I mean, I can't say I didn't see it. Obviously it was right there, but it was just something yeah. about the entire look is like, man, that's well, just that was like, what
0: I'm, what I was trying oh, okay, to get. I'm at. sorry.
1: Like, yep. With
0: the entire look, it's like a little cleavage, um, the tight shorts, oh. obviously all of these stilt walkers wearing are fit. So, so it's, you know, it's not hard to say, okay, we got a little TNA going on here, but then when you went from the neck up and, yeah. and it was like that Bob wig, yeah, that, the sunglasses. The neon lipstick. The, the neon lipstick and just that that whole thing. It was like I don't know why, yeah, but this is just super well, I I mean I know why. It's because my 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 sexual brain was created <laughs> in the eighties. Well right? good point. That, that is when yes. that is when my sexual brain was created. That is when I matured. That's when I went through puberty and all that stuff. And and in the eighties kind of defined what I think is sexy and that's basically the, the uh, um, uh, what is it? The, the in your face of what was sexy in the 80s. Yeah. And I think that's why it worked for me. Okay. Right. It was just like,
1: there's probably a lot well, to that's that. why, yep.
0: Yeah, that's why that's alluring. It's like, it's, it, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's like you're seeing them from a distance. Everything is like, it, there's, there's nothing. Uh, pornographic about this or anything like that. Mm. It's just one of those things where it's like that just that first sight. It's like, no, this is captures the eighties vibe of sexy that I grew up with. And that's, that's why I think this is sexy. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think there's a lot to that.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I had a lot of fun. I went through this zone more times than I had to, because I loved the aesthetic and i loved what was going on the machines the the arcade machines and all that stuff um if i had an excuse to go through the zone i would happily go through it and and we always did um it was great i loved it
1: yeah it was uh, i don't have a lot of complaints with it um it's i will say it's one higher on my list than yours it's 3 not 4 okay. but we're in the same realm cool okay cool so number 3
0: and this is only number three because of reasons we'll talk about later is Vikings. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, um Vikings, uh, suffered from some hell. You know, it suffered from, uh, let's just call it, uh, it suffered from, um, the mayhem show. Um, every time mayhem started, Vikings would just get washed out. Um, and, uh, unfortunately a lot of the times that i went through mayhem uh or sorry vikings mayhem was running and and it just it ruined the aesthetic and it ruined everything that was going on when i went through it when the the uh whatever the marathon of mayhem wasn't running holy shit it was an amazing zone i thought the two stage shows they had going on were fucking incredible yeah glory bloody um when i went through that show and it wasn't being inundated by 80s music and ghostbusters (laughs) and shit it was it was fucking incredible it really was it was it was beautiful but it unfortunately suffered from the fact that that marathon of mayhem just fucking drowned it out and unfortunately i went through it too many times with Marathon of mayhem drowning it out.
1: I think what was actually worse than that is when May- when a uh, marathon of mayhem let out and it was the street was packed and you can see shit. That too. That was frustrating.
0: Um, yeah, it's just it's it's unfortunate that those two events are or, or those that that scare scare zone and that event are are very conflicting yeah and um you know where you know marathon of mayhem is is fucking pop culture and upbeat and loud and in your face this zone is typically one of those quieter things where you you want to be subdued true. and, and 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 you want that ambiance, and you want that that dark looming thing of the trees to really just suck you into how creepy and and horror laden this is, and that that just clashes. Yeah. And it it didn't. Unfortunately, I think I just hit it wrong too many times. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's one of the advantages of me being here and going and being able to pace exactly when i go through i did get a lot of time when it was quiet when it wasn't packed mm-hmm. and it actually uh and it made it my number two so i'm kind of a little a little different on my list than yours okay so for scare zones uh
0: my number two is and this could have been i'm, I'm gonna preface this was that, that this could have been my number one um if it had had a little bit better direction and it could have had just a little bit better, uh, um, stage production and stage direction, I think vanity ball could have been number one.
1: Uh, you know, it's, <laughs> you are, uh, if I just take everything you said and continue that on to October is why it's my number four because it only got. I don't want to say worse. Worse is a very a stinging word. I don't want to say it's bad, but that lack of direction and the way it kind of evolved into what it ended being, it ended the event with was not what I enjoyed about it when it opened. It's not Correct. bad, but it ended up falling for my number four for what you said. But keep that going. You saw it in mid to end September. Take that all the way to November, and it's it just dropped even more yeah. for me. That makes
0: sense, and and from what I heard from Scuttlebutt is that it they were hoping that they would they would just go out and do a, a vam Van Fifty Five thing where the cast just kind of gelled together and did an amazing thing and just did their thing and blah 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 and they and it was kind of one of those things where it's like they had a really couple of really good set pieces, they had a good
1: aesthetic, and they had some really good characters. I needed a direction. That is the, the, yeah, that's, that is the, the missing piece. It's like, I love that runway. I love oh, the yeah. tower. I love the makeup, the makeup. I wish I could have gotten oh, a, a much better God. look at many, many nights, but, Me too. but it's, that, and, that, and the, this
0: character interaction there was awesome. Yeah. There, there was, like, every time I went through there, there was, there was a, uh, a genderless person saying, Hi, baby. Yeah. Uh, I like your eyes. Can I have your eyes? Yeah. I, or you know, like whatever they were saying, and I'm like, uh, like it's making me very, very uncomfortable because they're totally comfortable just taking my eyes and putting them in their own right. and, and, and keeping on going and blah blah. And I'm like, like that whole thing was just God damn it. I loved it. It just needed the the shows and the 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 way that the flow was going with that whole scare zone needed a bit of. Uh, gelling and that's the only reason it didn't make number one for me is because the rest of it was just like super awesomely
1: (laughs) creepy thing yep i mean i i i have absolutely no complaints about the characters the makeup or the sets it's just that that missing cohesion seemed to get more noticeable like every week and then by the end of it it's just like there's something about this that's Mm -hmm. missing and that's what puts it on my number four but honestly if you take Zombieland out of there that's a tough race so i don't think four's a slight by any means no
0: and and you know for me i like the aesthetic i i I always like the uh i like the the whole gender play thing going on where it was you know that thing like i've always liked that in in tv movies all that kind of stuff when they when when you're playing with with you know the the whole gender spectrum, and you know people that are they're that half of one, half of the other, and especially in this this sort of horror thing where they're like allowed to just like graft shit onto their bodies and become whatever the fuck they want to become. I think that was just like to me that was just it was so much fun, and it was such a creepy, cool aesthetic to to run with. The fact that they had this this what could have been a, a ringleader on the top mm. of their tower just calling the shots and stuff. Again, it just really needed uh, uh, a little bit of direction from a show director to just kind of push everything into play. I think, I guess this
1: creeps into number two for me because of the potential. I mean, and if 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 I didn't just, and I kept going back, just like because the first night I saw it, the first weekend I saw it, it was my number one. I loved everything about it, and there was even like a a show on the runway that first weekend I never saw again. I'm like, what had happened? And it just, I I don't want to say it. It it makes it sound like it got worse throughout it went. It didn't get worse. It just, it just, like I said, less cohesive. Yeah, that piece that was missing seemed to feel bigger every weekend and that was the one thing that just like i couldn't get get past i don't maybe it's a little extreme to say but like that that was glaring towards me again i cannot say anything bad about the makeup the set or the characters there's just that je ne sais quoi that missing piece that just never fit in for me and it's it's just like yeah it's, it's 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 it was hard for me to ignore but I mean, if you were to make, force me to tell you what I didn't like about it, as far as everything you visually see, I can't answer it. There's nothing mm-hmm. I liked. I liked yeah. it.
0: Yeah. It's that cohesion piece that, yeah. that that was, that was the critical thing. Right. But this leads us into, um, <laughs> what was my number five in my hype list and ends up as my number one. And I'm oh sure God. you're number one. Oh,
1: hell Yeah. Oh yeah. Holy
0: crap, Hellbilly Deluxe delivered in spades. Yep. I can't articulate enough how much that robot's character oh, meant to me. Oh my
1: god. Fucking, I don't know if they award a character of the year, I'm sure they do in some sense, and if that the 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 split between the A and B cast of of uh the Creeper, yeah. if he didn't win, they didn't win, then there's an injustice in our world. I, I completely, I absolutely agree with you. Um, holy
0: crap! I, I, I mean, I, there was a lot of criticism from from a lot of people that this was the TNA area, and don't get me wrong, I enjoyed the TNA. Uh, it, that was that was ancillary to why this was the top scare zone for me, though. Um, you know, yes, there was TNA, but have you ever watched a Rob Zombie video? Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> or, there, there's TNA, right? Um,
1: well, Sean no, insult the this, original basis for. White zombie was pretty freaking attractive. Yes, yeah, she was. Um, now, it,
0: beyond that, though, the Dragula. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was that cool. They had yeah. a fucking replica of that fucking car in there that you could sit in and take pictures in with the creep. Holy crap. Plus, the Living Dead Girl show. Plus, like, I can go on yeah. and on. Every character in that zone had story. Every. Uh, I, I can't say enough about this zone i wanted to hate this fucking zone i really <laughs> fucking did because shit it was just like really you're doing an album zone you're you're doing this yeah okay it's rob zombie but it's still it's a music album hello ah, uh, fun is the word that it describes it so much properly fun. is is fun and it put it put the fun in Halloween Horror Nights again, like Mm -hmm. no scare zone has done for a long time. Um, Hands down, I think the the cast, I think the design, I think the fact that they packed so much into such a little space, um, they hit everything I wanted from the album. The music was amazing. They varied the music. I never got sick of it. it. Yes. I I mean I know other people have more favorite scare zones than mm. this, but I don't know why.
1: This it, is I mean going into this there was again this is like Universal Monsters. There, there was they'd have to really fuck this up for me not to like it, but they didn't. They did the opposite. <clears throat> they, they 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 nailed yep. it. They had the uh, accompanying videos on the two walls in that yep. that corner, that Fast and Furious store corner, and the just the the music, the characters the stages. I spent the most street time in here. I closed the event out like I said I would. And uh-huh. I'm happy I did it. And I mean it, 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 it I, I could yep. go on and on, but I also don't want to go on and on because it was it, it was more than what I wanted and I loved it. And I was really happy, more than happy with what I got. And it's yeah, I mean I absolutely Positively loved it. The fact that I stayed there till two twenty in the morning, closing it out, <laughs> a- and loved every second of it, and it, it was amazing. I loved. I loved it. Had I had I been in Orlando, I would have been there with you. Yep.
0: Um. Uh. That that was the absolute perfect way to close this event because it it embodied the event in such that it was it was it had good characters. It had some good. It actually had some good scares. You know, it had the party vibe. It yeah. had the allure. It had the the in your face stuff. It was just, it was just, it was Halloween Horror Nights, and I think as much as I knew in my head that rob zombie was a horror guy and a you know a halloween dude it didn't really cement into my brain until this event where we got house of a thousand corpses and this that were both executed perfectly that it was like no this this dude just just fucking gets <laughs> yep. halloween, and, halloween and and, and yep. hhn is just like the perfect event for for rob zombie stuff it really just is like You can't argue it anymore. Uh, They've proven that
1: that it is. Uh, Perfect. Now, here's a prediction I have. Maybe not 30, but 31, but 31 surprised me. We know how they like to try to recreate lightning in a bottle, particularly with the scare zones. Mm -hmm. So I think they're going to go for a music scare zone again. And my prediction is, if you think about it, the next person in line for a Halloween scare zone, Alice Cooper. I hope they don't tap that well again. You don't think so? I could see that. I could see a lot of stage shows, and I could see this pretty much being <laughs> redone with uh, actually, Alice Cooper overlay.
0: Actually, I think Alice Cooper would probably work better as a scare zone than it did as a maze. Yes, yes. I I, I do agree with that. Um, but I think, I don't know. To me, Alice Cooper was just more shock and awe than it was horror and halloween well
1: does that, my my does that preface was this was capture lightning in a recapture uh, lightning in a bottle and it never quite works out the second time yeah yeah i get that
0: and and that that might be the thing yeah it, it really might be and i think that's that's really what what vanity Ball suffered from this year is like they were trying again for that vamp 55, 55 yeah. bottle and and it just you know uh, as much as, as as and again don't get me wrong van 55 was amazing yeah. and it was lightning in a bottle you you can't you can't capture that you you can try and emulate it and i think that's what they tried to do this year but you still need some direction and you still need something to go on um you really need to plan for this as a real scare zone and normal scare zone before just deciding that, Oh no, our cast will just fucking take care of this. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. Right. Um, yep. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this, if they do, oh, if they do Alice Cooper, what I would like to see is the evolution of the rat lady into the snake lady. Snake lady. Oh, from uh Dustin yes. Don? Dust no, Don. No, 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 no. From from. Oh, Alice, Alice, Cooper. Cooper.
1: Alice Cooper. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: right, yeah, place, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep, yep. In the in the Alice Cooper zone, instead of having some lady laying in a coffin that has rats all over, has some lady laying in a coffin that has snakes slithering all over her and up through her and and all that <laughs> shit. That would be fucking amazeballs. Yeah. I think that would be fucking cool. Um, you can take that idea for free. I've got more. You have to pay for my extras.
1: There you go. <laughs> so um, two things I wanted to mention about the, the zone. I mean, just just uh, anecdotally, not so much how much I loved it. I think that's pretty obvious. Um, if you're curious, if you're listening to this and, and wondering what they did to close it, and you haven't heard my last night special that I did uh just a couple weeks ago check that out it's on this feed obviously it's part of the catacombs podcast feed uh that's more or less where I ended the episode was what they did I recorded how that zone ended so if you're curious how they ended it which I was very curious going into it I captured that on audio in fact if you want to see how they ended it and you're not following Neozaz on twitter Follow us there because I have video of that as well. The other story I wanted to tell, I felt I felt so good about this particular event or this part of the event was last year, If to recap, I got probably the sickest I've ever been, if you remember. I couldn't even, I, mm-hmm. uh, to the point where I had no voice for a month. And that started with the very last weekend of Halloween Horror Nights. And I forced myself to go the last night, and I shouldn't have gone. I was sick. I was in a daze. I was completely out of it. I left early. I was walking out of the park, towards the exit of the park. I pass Kyle from Four Horsemen and View from the Cheap Seat, someone I met a couple Mm -hmm. years ago. He says hi. I walk right past him because it doesn't register. I am so sick until i pass him and i realize, oh fuck that was kyle and i turn around to see him uh, say hi and he's he's gone i can't see him I'm, I'm i'm like dazed and confused and i felt so bad about that for a year this year i run into kyle in the last three minutes of it and hung out with him during the close and i felt so much better about how this ended oh, as god. opposed to the way i walked by him and unintentionally snubbed him the year before oh god that's great yes so that oh, was that's fun. awesome
0: yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing, is like, uh, I, I I don't know if anybody has, if we've seemed to have snubbed anybody in the events when we're there and people just say hi or whatever and we don't see them, but it's not intentional. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're under the influence of Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's, In that case, you were the, under the influence of Halloween Horror Nights and the worst sickness you've had in, in probably a decade. What
1: was, what was most frustrating about that for the better part of the year was like, I, it's like one of those things where, and I think anyone can, that's ever had a really bad cold can relate to this where it's like something happens, but it doesn't sink in until after it's happened. And it was like, oh my God, it's like, it's like, it's like, like, it just felt, yeah, yeah, it was so weird. And yeah. But anyway, anyway, like of of all, of all people to run into again, but this time to have all my faculties for me for once, apart from never much I drank before that, but that's another story. I was, I was, I was glad to see it's like, okay, a year later, I can actually properly say hello and talk for a minute. I was like, oh, good. It took a year to make up for it, but I finally was able to. That's
0: actually really awesome. That's, that's very cool. Yeah. uh, you know, it's always, it's always nice to right your wrongs. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, there's one more thing to talk about. Well, two more, one more subject. To talk about. Yes. yes. So, you know, let's talk about the one that we, that the names cropped up several times. The Halloween marathon of mayhem, the lagoon show. The thing, we were very happy to make Halloween our first viewing of the Lagoon show, because there is that, the I don't even know what it's called, the Universal Cinema Spectacular or something. Never seen it. Saw this. Loved it. I loved it. I don't know how many times I saw it, but I loved every time I saw it.
0: I can't argue that. (laughs) Um, We got we got the stay puffed we should have had yes yes uh we got um we got uh the monsters we got uh stranger things we got we got fucking a bit of everything in this (laughs) show and uh the there was definitely an 80 80s lens over this show for sure and uh uh damn it was fun uh The waterworks were amazing. The uh, video work was fucking amazing. Mm. It was way better than the video work on, on (laughs) um, the state buff man in the fucking house. If they can get frame rates that way on this show, why can't they do it in a fucking house? You're right. Jesus Christ, guys, focus. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, this show suffered a little for me from the hype. Uh, you and Hunter both had hype this show up massively to me where, you know, nothing ever better. This is the best HHN show that's ever been blah, 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 blah.
1: Yeah, that's not great.
0: And I watched it and I disagree. Oh. and uh it's it's it, don't get me wrong i fucking love this show this show is amazing i had so much fun watching it i watched it four four times i was there four nights i watched it four times uh this show is great i love it I, I would not skip it i would not recommend anyone skipping it from the event um but i just didn't think it was as as good as you guys hyped it up to be
1: okay why what particular what what was missing or lacking in your opinion
0: um i think uh part of what was missing or lacking was the fidelity of the video on the water Um, and i get this is a hard thing to do and i i don't know how they could have done it any better blah 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 um i i just don't know i just like you guys hyped this show up to me so big and and i went and I watched it, and I was blown away, and mm-hmm. I loved it, and it was just like, I, I guess it, it, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, that was great. I just didn't think it was as great as you guys made it up to be, okay. sort of thing. And 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 so that that kind of, I think it suffered that way for me a little bit, not too much, just a little right. bit. Okay. All right. I also, uh, uh, never mind. <laughs>
1: We'll, we'll talk about it well i mean it's i mean again I mean, we're we're uh, discussing it and and uh you're um what do i want to say uh, not picking at it but you're, you're pointing out where it falls short for you but ultimately i think we both agree it was a pretty fantastic show for an addition to halloween our nights
0: oh well you you asked me where it fell short and i couldn't put put a a pin in the cushion. The only way it fell short was like, you guys hyped it up to no, no, something. Right. Yeah, I you. Gotcha. I didn't think it was. Um, I don't think it fell short anywhere. Okay. Uh, okay. I think it, it was a fantastic show. I, like I said, I, I happily spent my 10 minutes every freaking yeah. night there and, and you didn't have to drag me there. right? That's- like I was, I was running for it twice. And one time we were trying to get a bartender <laughs> to serve us a fucking drink so we could get there. Um, seriously this was a great show this this is no way a bad addition to halloween horror nights okay i fucking loved it
1: i just i i don't know i'm sure that was clear i just wanted to make sure we yeah
0: yeah, ended yeah on for that. sure yep. no it's <laughs> just it was weird because you guys you guys had hyped it up okay. so high and then i got there and i was like oh okay like, like i get why you like this i just not quite sure why you like i, I was uh, I wasn't sure why you guys hyped it up so hot. Okay.
1: Okay. Can, can you
0: articulate
1: that? Um, I really think it was the centerpiece of the event. Uh, the, you had the monster love, you had ghostbusters, you had, you had a little bit of all the IPs and, I just think it it pulled everything that you were excited about, excited to have experienced, or, or maybe looking forward to see, and putting it all in one place and in, into that ten or twelve minutes, and and I think it did it really well. I think the music was great. I think the video was great. I think the the uh, finale of the rewind and and everything bursting together was was phenomenal. I mean, I really think it was a centerpiece of the event.
0: Okay, that, that that that's fair. That's absolutely fair. Um. It and, and I can't really disagree with anything you said about that. Uh, it, it did everything you just said about it. And it was a phenomenal
1: show. I, I agree. Okay. Now let's talk about something that I never, okay, no, I'll say it. I, I didn't think we'd ever have the discussion we're about to have. And we haven't even had it yet. Academy of villains, altered states. This was the best show of the event. <laughs> I like monsters better, but I'm not going to discount that opinion because it was that good.
0: This, um, anybody who has listened to this show for any amount of time knows that, uh, I have been, um, very, very complimentary towards AOV throughout the entire time that they've been there. And I've just always admitted it's not my thing. This was fucking everything. My thing, uh, I think this is their first show where they told an amazing story. I think this is their first show where they actually had a good start, middle, big be- end. Um, and, and that the show was cohesive. And, and I think also this was just, it fit the event to a T and they went into classic lore of, of, uh, horror. Um, Christ, I, I, I will gush about this show in ways that a grown man shouldn't <laughs> for way too long. I think this, this was an amazing show. Uh, if this is what AOV to me, if this is what AOV had been for the previous three years, I would have been in just as big of an AOV fan as everyone else that I've seen on Twitter and, and, you know, Facebook and all that stuff has been, uh, I would be that fan. Yeah. Uh, this, that was how good this show was. I think and it, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that that contort contortionist <laughs> fuck is the uh, scariest thing in the event. Oh mm. my god, that man can do things with his body that no one should
1: ever be able to do. It was uh it's without a doubt the best academy of villains I've seen at the event. Hunter and I have had multiple discussions that he thinks 26 might be better. I humbly disagree. I think this is the culmination of all the years they've done. This is the closest to twenty-six of anyone that they've done, which I think is it's they finally find their found their footing on the the um Fear Factor stage. I think they brought what twenty-six started and evolved it to the stage show that it was this year. Um last year was a little bit of a miss for me. I think they underutilized the stage, but like I said, I think they took What they do well, what they've been doing with all these shows, got their feet wet on the stage last year and just finally found exactly what everything, the stage, the performance and the vibe for Halloween Horror Nights in one show. I can't believe how much I like this show. And again, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. I've always been very complimentary of their talents. They do things I could never do. It just was never for me. This year, it was 100% for me. I saw this show more than any Academy of Villain show. And I think I saw this more than not the very last year of Bill and Ted, cause I wanted to get all that in that I could, but pre- previous years, like 27, 26, maybe even 25 to an extent more than those years, because I just thoroughly enjoyed every time I watched it. It was amazing.
0: Yeah. It, uh, it- I agree with everything you just said. It was, it was a, a fantastic show. I did have one small criticism, and I think I shared this with you when we when we left this show. Um, my one small criticism is that I, I would have really liked to see um, at least one of the the featured. Uh, uh, performers um, be a woman. Uh, I thought it was very male centric this year. Um, all of the featured performers were guys. Um, you know, including Farside and his sidekick and and all that stuff. Everyone, you know, all the the women the women in the show were all relegated to basically backup dancer status. I would have liked to see one of them because I know they've got women that can do a yeah. uh, show. I know they've got women that can do. I would have liked to see one of the showcases be a woman woman sorry um but i, I mean that is like the, the most minor nitpick in the world uh, and it it's the only nitpick that i have
1: it's unfortunate you didn't come when you usually did because i do believe phoenix the performer that goes by phoenix who's been uh-huh. in all the other ones yeah, she, she was yeah she was she she had a role not not the showcase roles you're talking about but she had a role in the last uh was it the last couple of weeks or maybe the last week um i don't think it fills no, I, what I you're I saw saying, that on but okay, so I saw yeah. Her,
0: yeah, I saw her recording on Twitter, and yes, you're, you're absolutely yep. right. She was amazing. She was fantastic, and and like I said, I think that that her or you know one of her right. one of yep. her cohorts could have easily been one of the center stage shows, the like the the, the featured yeah. acts, and and that's that's again. It's a small nitpick, right? Right. It's it's tiny nitpick. I I don't mean to take away from that show at all. Uh, yeah, um, exactly. I just yeah. would have liked to have seen it. Uh, I think I think they've got the talent in the house for sure. So so yeah. Uh, God, I'm 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 reaching really really deep to find a criticism <laughs> for this show. Like that's that's how good this fucking
1: show it was, was. It was. Yep. I, I never. Th- <laughs> Man, it's it's. I it's never hard to say that, I but quit- I never. I didn't think we'd have this kind of conversation about that because it was never our thing until this year.
0: I would never ever have thought I would put an AOV show above any other show. (laughs) Right. Halloween horror nights period, especially as something as good as marathon of mayhem. Like straight up, it it shocks me to my core to have to put AOV above that, Mm -hmm. but Holy crap, they earned it. They fucking straight up earned it. They like those performers were not only were they performing their hearts out, they were telling a good story and, and the design of this show and the creation of the show is like from the start. Like like I mean, you know, these guys have to do the same thing everyone else has to do for a show. Not only do they have to perform, not only do they have to be in shape, not only do they have to contort, not only do they have to do all this shit, they have to put together a show, they have to put together a story, they have to put to And this year, they fucking did it. Yeah. And they just Fucking nailed it! Yep, yes, amazing. Yeah, it was one of the highlights of my ev- of this event for me, and I never thought I'd say that I know. about ALV.
1: <laughs> right? Yep. Yeah, I am
0: willing to admit when I when I'm wrong, and I you know I thought ALV coming back was really this is starting to get a little uh, you know Walking Dead ish, and I was completely wrong. Yep this this it wasn't they 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 only they they've just gotten into their stride, and at this point. I
1: would be happy to see them next year. Yeah, of all the things that I had absolutely no hopes, interest, or even expectations yep. at all, this was it, and I ended up absolutely fucking loving it. Yep, I mean, I mean
0: this this hit really high as a highlight for the event for me, and um, I would not have I would not be sad at all to see them <laughs> next year. Yeah, me neither. Yep.
1: Well, all right. So we did. Uh, discuss our rankings of the scare zones in that conversation i think we pretty much revealed a our hand bit. yeah oh let's, we can officially let's go do through it. it quick yeah yeah
0: let's go through it quick i okay. mean we, we went through mine obviously i went zombie land to uh arcade vikings vanity ball hellbilly deluxe you had a, a countering point but i didn't get quite get your ratings so
1: let's go okay. through yours so mine uh zombie land number five as well vanity ball number four uh an arcade number three vikings undead Number two, and uh-huh. of course, Rob Zombie Hellboy oh. Deluxe number one.
0: Yeah, so that all makes sense. Um, I, I think that um, if if I would not have been interrupted as often yes. as I was in Vikings, I think it would have would have definitely been higher on the list because I love the aesthetic and right. I did really love that zone. It was just like all of a sudden it's like you got the '80s fucking theme songs running through the zone, and it's like, um, excuse me, I'm in Vikings here. What? Yeah. Bad.
1: Uh, Okay. Now houses, this is where it's going to get interesting. Yeah. Now I will, uh, I'll I'll start because you, you were sort of kind of right. You said the order we did this in was kind of reflective of my list and it does start off that way. Absolutely does. A little bit. A little bit. When all is said and done, Stranger Things comes in at number 10 this year for me.
0: Yep. Me too. Stranger Things, number 10.
1: All right. Number nine
0: is us. And I agree with you, uh, with the caveat that I believe I would have maybe put it up higher had I experienced it after the,
1: okay, I get you. Yep. Uh, oddly enough, number eight, even though I got to run through it with you is killer clowns from outer space. And I did love this house. (sighs) Number eight for me is ghostbusters. Really? Okay. Uh, I'm not going to argue.
0: I, I just there was a lot of uh, static stuff in Ghostbusters as well, and just um, the lack of scares and and the the misses that we talked about. Um, honestly, like Stay Puffed Ecto One, and and a few of the things like there was just like it, there were enough misses. There was a lot of hits. There were enough misses where it just it just kept ratcheting
1: down the system for me. Okay, that's fair. This this surprises me as much as we talked about it but it is what it is uh number seven for me was nightingale's blood pit number seven for me was killer clowns because
0: fuck clowns (laughs) um and and, uh, however i will point out that this came up as fourth on my list and it's fucking clowns that's how good this house was
1: yes yes uh, number six for me is Ghostbusters, so it's not too far off from yours, and it, I think it is the biggest drop. Yes, I did have this as number three, and it dropped to number six when all said and done.
0: Yeah, um, the biggest rise for me both Killer Clowns the previously and this one, which is highest of a Thousand Corpses. Oh wow! Okay, uh, I, I know it's that low, but um, it's so it's, hard it's just, after
1: the first two. It's right, so
0: this it, it, to me, this is just um. Uh, you know, you've heard already on this podcast, how uh, glowingly I've talked about house of a thousand corpses. And I think that this is like a signature thing of the event. I, I think this is probably one of the, the premier movie mazes they've ever done. Mm-hmm. And it's this low on my list. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, yeah, it just, that's where it ended up. Yeah. Uh, number five for me, depths of fear. Nightingale's blood pit. Okay. Um, man i love them chickens
1: (laughs) this is where it gets tough the last four you think it'd be the last three but the four got tough i i'll tell you in this all the way to the zero hour i was jumping between three and four i just didn't know which one to pick but this is what i wrote down i'm still not going to be happy with it even when i edit this but right now number four on paper in front of me and i'm going to read it is yeti terror the yukon
0: uh number four for me and I, I again I agree with your previous sentiment. I don't know how it made this, this low is Depths of Fear. Oh, wow. Okay. I fucking love <laughs> Depths of Fear. I, I I can't I just can't tell you how much I love that maze, and it's number four.
1: Uh number three. This is one I was debating between Yeti and uh, this one. Uh and again, might upset some people because most people have this tied with number one, but for me it's number three, it's graveyard games
0: bingo graveyard games number wow, three okay yeah um love this house uh very halloweeny um just like it, you know when you, it's classic halloween stuff graveyards and all that stuff i loved the tech stuff that they put into it you know the the facetime call with the mom yeah on the, the, <laughs> you know all that stuff brilliant shit loved this mace but yeah number three
1: okay. number two i love the fact that i i that I love this house aesthetically. I love the scares. I love the sound. I love the music. And I love the, what would you call it? This, uh, the culture, the aura around it. It's the little house that could, it broke the curse house of the year house of a thousand corpses is number two for me.
0: You know, that that's, that's absolutely valid. I, I mean, I couldn't believe how low on it was. It was on my list, but when, when I just really thought about the fun I had, yeti is yeah. my number two <laughs> like fuck me man uh it captured and not only that it was cool and cold in in you know end of september or fucking orlando but but that wasn't the reason yeti just ah, it, it was the campy fun horror blood just it encompassed what i've come to expect from Uh, a real HHN maze for me. And it had every aspect that I was looking for. It had the blood, it had the horror, it had the camp, it had the humor, it had had the scares. It had some new stuff. It had, it just had it all. I just fucking love that big bastard at the end.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And of course, again, anyone playing along and no surprise anyone for me, number one, Universal Monsters, probably the epitome of perfection for Halloween Horror Nights.
0: Yep, can't argue that. Um, that's my number one. Yep, it's um, just is uh, you want to you want a perfect Halloween Horror Nights maze. Uh, it's not that one. It's going to be the one that they put into <laughs> Epic. That is yep. That is pretty much this one with a better Quasimodo. There you I mean, go. That, that's it. Like, yep. like that's all you need is a little better Quasimodo and goddammit, it, that you've got a good haunted house. Yep a perfect haunted house i mean i it, it what what can i say yep oh uh, holy crap well, that was so much fun
1: uh, well i think we've hit the end so here's the thing okay
0: i would like to leave on um in a 29 uh, i think the the maze lineup is fucking stellar i think the scare zones suffered just a tiny bit uh, there were there were some misses and there were some things that they needed to work on. And I think that they wasted their biggest scare zone on Zombieland. Uh, their shows were freaking out of this world. What the hell is 30 going
1: to look like? <laughs> you know what? Here's what I've been saying. Um, I, I said it once on Mike. I've said it more off mic to a lot of people. It's getting hard at this point to pinpoint a year that's better than others in this this particular era. And I think I'm going to stop doing that. In fact, I have stopped doing that. I'm no longer really saying that 28 was better because of this. 29 is better because of this. 25 was better because of this. I am now saying that we are in what has possibly been the best era of Halloween Horror Nights for me in 20 years. Taking these past five years. We're going to call 25 to 30 a new era and I'm just going to wrap, hopefully be able to wrap up 30 in that new era. So instead of picking years and picking events and, and just narrowing down what's better than the other for, for whatever reason, I'm just now looking at it as a whole era and we've not had a real, we've had overall things better than others, but I can't really find a chunk of years that have been better than what we've been going through in the past five years.
0: So that wasn't actually really my question. Um my question is not uh how's it gonna be better or how's it gonna be worse or or any of that? It's like now that we've done yeah, okay. <laughs> that that run of Halloween Horror Nights, it's like Jesus Christ, thirty what yes. the fuck are they gonna do for 30? Because you know it's gonna be yep. uh equal or well, it's gonna be equal to and better than because that's what they've been doing. 30s just Jesus Christ this is (laughs) going to be fun I've seen some of the stuff they've done for I mean I saw 25 uh, firsthand I thought 20 I, I mean, I know 20 was controversial, but I thought 20 was a fucking amazing with the, the, the new, uh, um, uh, icon that they put in uh, yeah. fear. I, I still think fear was, was fucking amazing. A stilt walker with the wings and all that <laughs> yes. shit. Like that was fucking cool shit. Um, and, and we've done 25, which 25, I thought was a little derivative. Uh, it, don't get me wrong. It was a good, great year. I had a fun time, but bringing back Jack and all that stuff. 30 after the last five years i have no fucking idea <laughs> what's going to do with 30 and that know, right? makes me very happy yeah it makes me happy in, in in a way that i didn't know that i wanted to be happy because they've proven to us over and over now that 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 it's not the banner years that, that sets the true. milestone. This is it's true. the years after yep. they set the milestones and the banner years may just be wrap ups of what they've done in, in the past and, and who knows what they're going to do. Um, and if they're going to, even if they took the best 10 mazes from the last five years, holy fuck, we're going to have fun. <laughs> this is true. You know, like the best 10 mazes of the last five years, Holy shit, dude! Do you realize what we'd be going through?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do.
0: So, so which is <laughs> pretty amazing. Yeah, exactly. So even if they cheaped out and did that, huh? I'm in. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and we know they're not going to do that. No, obviously. Not, yeah. Um, they're they're not going to do that. The, the creative team is way too creative to do that. Um, so yeah, I I think this just bodes well for what yep. we're going to see next year. You're right. Um. You know, uh, I, I I will also say that, you know, we looked at twenty-four. Uh twenty-four was was probably not a year like twenty-nine has been for for the next epic event. You know what I mean? Like twenty-four, you could tell we're waiting for twenty-five. Right. That's what we they thought d- about twenty-nine. <laughs> we did. And I think this you know, and I think the scare zones maybe we're an indicative of that, but the mazes definitely weren't. No, I mean, holy shit. The, like this is a, this is a banner year. This could have been a 30 year. It could have been. Just, re- yeah. Easy. Right. So, so what the fuck are we getting next year? <laughs> that's going to, you know, bl- yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. I guess, I guess what I'm saying is that this, this event to me was, uh, a, a more than pleasant surprise. Oh, yeah. I think, this they blew up this year uh, they hit so
1: many high notes and I'm looking forward yep I am as well so I think we finally hit the end four hours later recording time see uh, what this comes down to on release <laughs> um, I did want to before we wrap up um, I did want to just take one minute to thank every single person that took the time to find me or us or whoever I was with to say hi, mm-hmm. to w- say whatever they said about the show, to get a lanyard, to get a button, to just just take time to, uh, like I said, their time out of their event. Their, it's, it's their event as well. It's not just mine. Mm-hmm. To, to find me, to find us, to say hi. We absolutely appreciate it. Uh, it seems to happen more every year gets a little more overwhelming every year but we absolutely appreciate it and and i actually this year more than any year i saw post about people having either recognized me or my voice but not saying hi and let me just put this out there don't ever be afraid to say hi to me regardless of what absolutely. i'm doing eating or yeah. coming out of the bathroom or maybe maybe i draw the line at standing across from me at the urinal. Cause I don't like that when it happens at work. So that's about the only caveat yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, if you recognize us
0: at all or you see our shirts or whatever, yeah. just come and say hi. Exactly. Um, yep. I met I, again, I met more people this year than I did last year. I can't even begin to name all of them. Uh, you know, and I'm not going to start because I ramble on for another hour. Um, it was super fun to meet everyone I met. And it was super disappointing that I didn't get to see Greg again. Yeah, I know. he was, yeah. he, was he was amazingly uh, one of my highlights of twenty eight. And damn it, he has sworn that he is going to steal <laughs> blood if he has to 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 get to thirty. And so look for thirty warnings and and. Uh, upcoming stuff
1: well let's give greg a public thank you for even though he wasn't there physically he was there digitally by sending us oh, yeah some paypal cash to buy a round of beers before we go into killer clowns which is exactly what we did we stopped at duff gardens and then went through vikings and went down through vanity ball into killer clowns with our beers courtesy of greg so thank you greg for that
0: yeah thanks <laughs> um I could have used a beer after it more than I could have before it, but hey, I'm not yeah. going to pick nits. Yeah. <laughs> free beer is free beer is free beer. Uh, no, seriously, thank you, Greg. Uh, and it's been it's been great to interact with you on Twitter, even though you weren't able to come to the event. You have been definitely putting your positive step forward and and being a really positive thing online as to you know yeah you you posted some of the most hilarious gifts as as not being at the event that i've seen so yeah always fun Yep.
1: all right the last people we need to thank are the people that have listened to all this thank you for sticking in there for however long this is going to be once the edit goes which actually (laughs) apart from our from our breaks isn't going to be a whole lot so this is going to be a long episode so thank you for hanging in there um yeah, uh, if you're new to the show for some reason, uh, check us out at NeoZazz.com. That has all the episodes of this series and everything we do is there as well. And we do have a Facebook group that we're part of that I should mention. I, I kind of dropped it a couple times yeah. in the episode. It's called Shady Brook Asylum. We run that with uh, Hunter from Grim Grinning Host, Gary Pounds, which... Uh, we haven't seen much of a spreadsheet lately because there's no need, but keep an eye out for that. I'm going to say almost as early as March 2020. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and Mel's Diane from yeah. the community as well and from past Halloween Horror Nights. So, again, Shady Brook Asylum group on Facebook. There's three questions you need to answer, and they're only there to prove that you're not some kind of robot. There's no wrong answers. Just make sure you fill those out, and we will preview you as soon as we see that. Oh, man. I think that's it. So, Quint, thank you for joining me tonight.
0: Well, yeah, you're welcome. And and also go by all Shelby Dynamar's uh, of stuff. Of course, yes. <laughs> how did I didn't miss that. Um, but you're welcome and um Christ, I, I don't realize it's 4 hours, but I think that's a tribute to how good this event was so. that you and I can just ramble on for 4 freaking hours and and not even cover everything and, in depth.
1: And honestly, I've had I had no notes except my list. So that's pretty that's actually really surprising we went so long
0: i was just gonna say i had more notes than i usually have but it still fit into like two pages so
1: yeah. yeah
0: uh it's it's just so much fun this year yep so
1: much all right so in closing thank you everyone again for listening and uh i can say our next episode is the halloween horror nights 23 part two and i'm only that is not a uh, speculation, I am actually looking at the file that I've edited but and, and exported, but since we did this let's get this posted and then we'll follow up with that, and then we got 24 coming and then we've got some news after that, so stay tuned, so finally Big, big, big news. news Yes, so finally, let me say one more time thank you for listening, and we'll see you in that next episode Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, and follow our Twitter account at newsaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Newsaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash newsaz. Thanks for listening. let me give the positives of that room though his makeup was fantastic absolutely the shaft to the left the mirror effect was one Uh of the best mirror drops they've done probably since uh what was the uh one we liked uh lightning gulch the um oh what the hell was it the one i can't remember it uh jesus christ Um, 27 uh yeah, okay. Hunter's screaming mm-hmm. at his radio right now, and... I know. Yeah, you- um, something <laughs> yeah. tomb, something blah, <laughs> something, whatever. Yeah. Uh, now I
0: gotta look it up real quick. Oh, God. Something lightning go- uh, tombstone or something. You're, I you're keep on saying the right path. Yeah, something tomb, gold tomb, st- <laughs> stone tomb, and yeah, something. Just keep
1: going. It's gonna be in the after credits. Yeah,
0: good. Um lightning gold is it's some fucking western stupid western fucking town that you that, loved that it fucking, don't call it stupid I, i'm not saying that i'm just saying that the name is like generic because like every fucking it is western generic it yes. has that fucking name where it's like gold town or fucking saloon mm-hmm. town or you know fucking horse town or <laughs> yeah whatever the <laughs> fuck you want to go to like like Oh, we're manure town. Mm, Manure town. Okay, manure town. You know, whatever the fuck we're talking about. It's just, it's lightning gulch. It's it's ghost town. No, uh, I think that ghost something ghost. By the time we get it, we're not going to believe what the hell it is. Yeah, yeah, it's something ghost. Uh, 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 shit, son of a (laughs) goddamn bitch. Okay, no, I'm looking because you're too slow. It's
1: not twenty seven. It's twenty six. It's ghost town. The Curse of Lightning Golt. Ghost Jesus, I was Christ. You town, were, Oh ghost my town. God. Oh, I,
0: yeah. Shit. Uh. Put this in the credits, and we'll we'll fucking <laughs> see how dumb we are. And I say we because it took you a long time to find okay, that. I'll
1: put that in the credits, but let me let me let me make up for the you, um, uh, the edit here.
0: Uh, and you were abusing me because you were taking way too long just to see how many fucking stupid things I would say. That's true.